Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You've been on a little bit of a hot streak with being an asshole, Mike. I got to mm-hmm. be honest with I'm you. I'm not <laughs> excited for where this is about to go. I got an email. <laughs> oh, no. I'd love to hear this from, from an angry mother. Can you pull it up for me? <laughs> no, it's impulsive. It's impulsive for a reason. Dirtbag. Come on. Well, guys, welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. We love you guys. Pregnant Abby's here. Abby- Boys only. Oh, it's not a boys only episode now. Not with pregnant Abby. Do we take Well, she may have a boy. No, she's not. But, she's pregnant. <laughs> this is Mike's sister. Her name is Abby and and I love her. Abby, I love you. She's been on the show. Didn't she have a full episode? What? She Yeah, I know. We guys, <laughs> we've done so many episodes. <laughs> what is this? Episode 335, something, probably 334. Something. We've done so many episodes that we actually forgot. We just talked about this the other day when people are like, "Oh, tell us go." Someone asked me the, the recently, they're like, your, your podcast, you know, I love it. You've had so many amazing guests on. You get to have so many cool conversations with cool people. I'm like, I know, man. They're like, what was your favorite piece of advice? And in that moment, I realized I don't remember. Oh, clue. Word. I couldn't even. That, you, that has been said on this podcast. Not one. If not you asked one. me who my favorite guest was, I could not name one guest. That's, it, ever that's an easier question, guest, as opposed to like comment. No, but I can't even name it. Who have we had on? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't even know that we do the show. I'm not sure it exists. Abby, how are you? Are you pregnant? I'm great. I think my favorite guest of yours was Mike Tyson. That was he, he was good. Show. He's the one of the top. That was he was top good. viewers. Top dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. Continuously. So, so you got a brand new baby uh, uh, growing in your body. I don't really want to talk about me. Can we talk about you? No, we do that all day, every day. Yeah, maybe we could just- yeah, but maybe the people out there want to know some things that aren't discussed. Like, like what, Abby? Ask a question. Like, are you dating anyone right now? <laughs> You crazy. Abigail. She only has one bullet also. <laughs> Abigail. And you can't even say anything back to her because she's pregnant. How dare you? My love life is very important to me and private. The fans want to know. Don't do it. I heard in the country that you're, you're from, they were talking about it. Really? Yeah. Where Look, who's I, I don't. I don't, know I don't want to say anything. Yeah. You know why, Abby? You know why, Abby? Because, oh. because making... Stuff that it hits that close to home and is that personal to you, public sometimes, can ruin a good thing. And I don't want to do that just yet. I think I got something. I think I got something good here, and why, I'm not. I'm not going to fuck it, it up. Why does it ruin it? Huh? Why does that ruin it? Uh, it, it? The exploitation of one's life is a is a dangerous. Uh, uh, it's a it's a dangerous practice. It, we do it with impulsive. We're happy to come out here and 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 chat shit. You know about our lives, but I find that often it can get in the way of my personal life. Oh, you don't say. It just fucking happened to me two nights ago. Yeah. This show. This show. No, no. Well, this show didn't happen to me two nights ago. So, something happened. You, you, I told lost, you, you lost out on some sex because I, of impulse. Not even sex, but just like the girl that I was with, like, I guess evidently that I had been talking to and like hanging out with and spending time with. She was like, um, 
I don't think that we should, you know, do this tonight. And like, she, she kept coming up with weird excuses. She was trying to say, oh, your mom's in the house. And like, that just, maybe <laughs> that's kind be, of a good excuse. Wait, wait, she? Wait, was she in the house? Yeah, she Bro, was staying. That, your I mean, mom oh, was no, in no, the but house. But I knew it wasn't. So I kept digging and evidently like, Someone she was close to sent a clip of George on one of the recent episodes saying that, like, I only talk to girls who are the lowest class. Oh, my <laughs> like God. George. Which is, first of all, com- as you know, completely not true. I'll, I'll say it right now. It, it, and which is what I often uh, go back to is, like, this show is an exaggeration. Yeah. Sometimes Mike has some really classy, some really classy girls <laughs> that, that are very good looking and outstanding young women. And I'm sorry that the show has hindered any process. It, although Mike, it, is, it is true for both of you. I'm sorry, Jeff. You're good. Um, I was going to say it is true for both of you that when I know either of you is dating someone and sometimes I'm more on top of, I, I get hints of who you're dating. I immediately follow them on Instagram. Abby. <laughs> and then like send photos to Mikey and say, this isn't the right girl for Logan. Or like send the videos to him. And obviously for you, she's very protective and she hasn't done that with your new the friend that isn't right. So the baby's coming soon. (laughs) Yes, the baby's coming soon. You're going to be a mom. I am going to be a mom. You're going to have to protect the kid. It's a a wild world we're living in. I mean, Uncle Mikey. (laughs) And and Uncle Logan. And Uncle Logan. I've already met an uncle once, by the way, for baby Chase. That's true. Listen, I'm not. I'm never there. I, I'm a terrible fucking family member. You are. You are. Do you call some yeah. videos? I think, like, dude, honestly, just escaping what I escaped. Like, they give me, like, I've said this before, just a pass now. It's true. And now, as long anything as, that he gives you, yeah, is great. At least he's not dead. You know, like that's. <laughs> well, I, think, I think part of the problem is, is like, for both of you, this is true. Like, e- even though you were already famous when I met you, you weren't as famous as you are now and so like the inside family jokes that we even have from hawaii yeah. are so fucking funny yeah my health my health the guy the, the bar fight <laughs> the lady who no we're talking about the bar fight the guy without so, the spine i have no spine <laughs> that was a classic impulsive moment yeah but you've never changed no i don't think you're, so. i think you're the same person hey, thanks I, I think so too you, i actually think i actually think for me the bigger I get, I think it humbles me because I've I've been humbled and I realize how blessed I am. And I think it's cooler to be humble and 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 not on this high horse. You know, like I'm I'm a person, I'm a little fucked up and I like telling stories. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm a dude. I'm quiet in real life. You know, my health. Uh, my health. Your ass is hella humbled right now sitting in that guest room at my new house. But so Mike's new house, Mike's new house, he reserved the room for me. And there's there's just a comforter and two pillows that look very used. <laughs> Don't know how because it's a new house. This is my mom has been in there rolling oh around. My God. No, that's not true. Brandon, she was slept there for a couple of days. That's it. You're the second guest. But I told him yesterday, I said, listen, bro, like you, you are a massive reason why this is even possible you know and and we're a magnifier to all of this so you have a room forever in this house it just happens to be a lot smaller than mine you know what i'm saying it's 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 fine if someone else is in that room do you kick them out if logan calls if it's not a family member yeah i got totally kicked out if it it was a family member she got kicked out i'm gonna be honest you had covid dude i I like I hate to say that. about that oh. I can't even speak about that because I am the safest member of society. I know. You came on with a mask. I know. Well, because she just tested out like three days ago. 
I appreciate you looking out for us. Sorry for taking your room. But then again, I'm not. Mike lived in my house for so many years. I lived in your house. And, and I hope you enjoyed your stay. It was fantastic. I lived in his house. I think everyone. Oh, I, live, oh, I loved it. Except, except, and I love Jacob so much. He was such a wonderful person. But there was something about um, every morning I would come downstairs and the microwave door was open no matter what. <laughs> and I just. That has oh, been a problem. That ha- we've. He's so weird for, for that. years. That's so weird. Why? Doesn't shut. It's just something. Microwave. It's, do you need to? Do you have to? Like, why? It's you know how much time he's saving by not shutting. Now that fuck door? that. That <laughs> thing hangs out into the hallway and Logan used to do that in his old place. He I was like, why Logan? Every single day does he have the same number for cooking his food? Logan, what's going on? It's more efficient to press three 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 start than three zero zero start. I would I'd cook more my, efficient. I would cook my meal every meal one minute and thirty three seconds, and I'll tell you oh, why. One minute thirty three. You press one. You press three. Now, at this moment, <laughs> I could move my finger to the zero, but that'll take. <laughs> or a six or Who knows five. how long that is. But if I just press that three one more time, I'm there. I, I could save a I half second. I watched for months. What like, can I do? Saying, Am I am going crazy? What can I do with that half second, Abby? You know how much well, time, is, time is money? Yep. Time is money. And we're on a wave right now. That half second could cost me millions. Oh, God. All right. Well, I really quickly, I am, I am upset because I do wish... I had a bunch of questions prepared, like knowing that there this was likely to happen. I've been thinking a lot about what are the questions. So you have you have you ten seconds on right? getting on to this. Yes. Well, I mean, okay. I knew there was probably maybe your cloud chasing. anyway. Um, <laughs> like your brother, <laughs> <laughs> Logan. What is your biggest regret of the last three years? Great question, Abby. Take it easy on this What's your seat deal, over here, bro? lady. You're supposed to be pregnant. Not Barbara <laughs> Walters. <laughs> trying to literally kill us again? It's <laughs> a great question, Abby. My biggest regret. Other than your mullet. Oh, oh my God. Wait a second. I just got a haircut I, yesterday. Wait, that is my brand. Yeah, his mullet is kind of t- is his thing. My my biggest regret. Abby, Until he shaved his head. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I can't say I can't say I uh, have any regrets. No, he regrets. did make his mom cry today. I have to. Oh, you. And oh it was, I made her weep. Yeah. And she was like really crying. And it was over something like I was like, is he really tantruming like my daughter? He's very specific about things. And he likes Wordle. And he likes Mom's Wordle. Wordle. And she gave him the word of the day today. She, she, she sent me a screenshot of the word and was like, really proud of this one. I said, Mom, why would you do that? You know, I Wordle. When is she and supposed daily, to send it to you? D- d- She's not supposed to. That's, Ever? Yeah, it's dog, like, that's it's cardinal like telling, sin. It's like telling that's somebody what sin. happened at the end of Star Wars uh-huh. and they haven't seen it. So I get, I get that. So I get where- Hey, son, have you have you seen the Wordle yet? No? Okay, I'll send it later. But she's like got some other shit going on. And like, I think it was like a tipping point when he was kind of like, fuck you, you're dead to me. You're not my mom anymore. He didn't say those <laughs> words. He didn't say those <laughs> words. Not quite that, but she started crying. And you know when I, I see bad. a mom cry. Like, I am. That affects me. Like, of I get course. upset. So I'm like, Logan, you got to apologize. Yeah, I said, I said, Mom, why would you do that? Like, that's cardinal sin. Don't send me the word of the day. I was very, I was upset. I should be crying if I'm being honest, not to double down. You, that's all you crying. said? The thing that I, I think got Yeah, that, d- that doesn't get someone to well, crying. Does this, does it, would this make her cry? Let's hear what you said. I said, that's actually fucked up. Don't do that again. And then I said... Without a response? You're dead to me. It that, says right no, there. I didn't. <laughs> I said, I said... <laughs> don't you religious right 
Ask God for forgiveness <laughs> for that one. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking ingest, ingest. Like, oh, come on, it's takes it seriously. She, she's having a rough week. Her religion. Her, her husband's mother died. Well, oh wow. Yeah, that's big. She's having I, a rough week. I, that's I, big. I gotta say this. I, 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 George had stepped out. I thought we were gonna be able to get these two. I gotta tap my homie in. It's yeah, we do gotta. Tap so, yeah, of no, no, no. So I'm gonna put a poll uh, up top right now, Jeff. Who do you want to stay, Abby or Jeff? Uh, you can choose it. The poll's not there, as you know. We've never actually put the poll up there, but it's up there. So, so George, would Jeff, you, you like to sit in? George, come on. No, stop. No, no, no. I can't allow that because I would not want that to happen to me. So, so come in. You, no, no, I, no, absolutely fine. This, this conversation didn't let you go. It, it's not. Je- Jeff is always – I need you to come in, please. Hi, hi, George. Hi, George. Congratulations on Thank the pregnancy. Um, so one thing – so, yes, I got this house. I, I'm going to tell the fucking story that I said I wasn't going to tell because it's fucking – Please. You know how I was talking about the house and all. I want to find a girl, dude, but they all want to go to events and I can't find the right ticket. I, I have the perfect thing for you. It's <laughs> no called way. it's called SeatGeek. Oh, God. We love them. We know them. Live events are back. SeatGeek is sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Whether it's football, baseball, basketball, concerts, MMA, or festivals, SeatGeek puts tickets from all over the web in one place to make buying simple. SeatGeek is the absolute best place to buy tickets. Got the app right here. Check it out. There's a few UFC fights coming up. Definitely want to check it out. So it might be a good time to start searching for tickets right here, just like this. They rate every ticket from 0 to 10 to make sure you're getting a good deal. Green means good. Red means bad. And we've got the hookup for you guys. Use code LOGAN for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That is $20 off your first purchase with the promo code LOGAN. All caps. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. Thank you, SeatGeek. We love you. Back to Back the show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Please, so I, when, when you get a new house, when you get a new house, what's one of the first things you do? Celebrate. You meet your new, new neighbors. Meet your neighbors. Brand new neighbors. I'm the new neighbor. <laughs> oh, I don't do that. I don't. <laughs> what? Uh, That's what you do. Love your neighbor, but from far. <laughs> from far. From far. Hey, neighbor. As you roll down the blinds. Because like, you know that's an HOA member. Fuck that guy. First of all, if you're an HOA member, go get a job or something to do. Buy a cat. What the fuck are you so worried about your neighbors, bro? You didn't mow your lawn. It's three inches. You know the guidelines. It's supposed to be two and a half. Jump off a cliff. No, you have to. Oh no, you God. have to in some neighborhoods be an HOA member. But but I'm in I'm in the uh, we're not HOA in ours, and we're I'm in the backyard hanging out with Abby and her wonderful husband Jack. Dylan, what's good? You doing? You're always making symbols. You are not a producer. You're an air uh, one of those guys that stands on the tarmac and tells planes where to go. What are you doing? We're making sure your sister's beautiful face. Fine. Fine. I appreciate that, Dylan. You're a, a very important member of this team, and you should feel deserving. I'm working on myself. I'm sorry. I'm in the fucking backyard. I'm hanging out. And here comes my down-the-hill neighbor, because my backyard is elevated from her house. And here she comes up the steps. Hey! Are you the new neighbor? And I said, yes! And I'm standing there, like, yelling down to her. I'm the new neighbor. I'm Mike. She's like, so good to meet you. And I 
I don't know what I was thinking, but I immediately said, I need to talk to you about how high your trees are growing. <laughs> no, stop. You bro, can't bro, bro, with bro. Request. No, I, was, no, no, no. I was there. It was, was so there. fast. I don't know what I was thinking. Guys, as you know. You're that guy. I yes. fucked up. Wow. You, I, you I, lost your hair and then you lost your mind. mind. What the fuck No, I lost my mind way before the hair. <laughs> way before the hair. But for some reason, I, you know, listen, 25% of the, the value of that house is tied into that view. And so her trees... They're slightly encroaching on my comfort levels of how high I think they should be because I need to see the canyon. Yeah, it's nice. I need to see Coldwater Canyon where the cars go by and where the sun sets. I need that view. And that's worth a million one at least, ladies. Is this how you said it to her? No. So I said, <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about the height of your trees. And she goes, oh, yeah, the last neighbor wanted to also. We're not cutting them. Good for her. So matter of fact, she was not going to be swayed, man. She was not going to be talked down to either physically or figuratively. And I was like, immediately I was like, damn, this is bad. One, because I shouldn't have said it to begin with. But two, she's already, she's drawing the fucking line in the sand, bro. And I said to her, yeah, of course. No, that's fine. I said, but I'm just curious personally as your new neighbor, do you have some sort of like, intimate relationship with the top of your trees that you can't even fucking see because I see them. They're right there. You're a hundred feet below them. You can't see them. And she said, well, I've been here since 86 and I, I just really want the trees to grow as they wish. And I, I sent, she was one of those like very nature driven people. Yeah. V. Right. So I said, Oh, well, you know, I can be quite persuasive. So we'll see how things go. And she said, if that was like a little joke about cutting the top of the trees, once again, I'm not doing it. And I hope that doesn't affect our relationship. And I said, trust me, it doesn't. I'm going to come by on Tuesday with a pie yep. for you. And she said, that sounds great. But before you go, a lot of stuff has been rolling from your backyard into my backyard. And I'm curious if I can come onto your property to further fortify your soil. And I said, well, it looks like we both want something from each other, no. doesn't it? <laughs> she goes, once again, if you're talking about me cutting the top of my trees, I'm not fucking doing it, dude. It was, we are at a, we are at an impasse, a stalemate. Dude, I How did you do that before I, you get a couch? That's I what will, I want to know. Bro, I will pay this lady handsomely. And by the way, David, just, but it also just ro having been there, up. it rolled out so naturally. It was like, Hey, it's great to meet you. I'm going to cut off your <laughs> that you've been looking at for 40 years. Like there was something very unnatural. Yeah. Fucked up. You, you, you know, know, you, you fucked don't up negotiate that quickly. You should have asked for forgiveness and just cut that bitch real short and watch it grow for years later. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> now it's four feet like me. Well, I, I told him to put on a, a yellow construction vest and hat. And just go go trimming one day, one nah, night. Nah, just give me a vest, bro. I just won't speak English to her. Like, I don't know. I, I cut. <laughs> cut. I cut. She goes, no cut. I go, cut. She goes, no cut. I go, cut. <laughs> no cut. Cut, cut. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to happen. Listen, I, I, it, I have been a terrible neighbor. I fucked up right off the bat. I apologize to you, lower neighbor. Uh, lower neighbor i you know and, and and yes like maybe there is a way that we can financially solve this situation like i said i can be quite persuasive you you've been on a little bit of a hot streak with being an asshole mike i gotta mm -hmm. be honest with I'm you i'm not <laughs> excited for where this is about to go i got an email 
Oh, no. <laughs> I'd love to hear this. From, from an angry mother. Can you pull it up for me? You, you, you have it. I got an email from an angry mother. First off, <laughs> I don't know how she found my email. <laughs> Impressive. It's, it's hidden. She found it, and uh, it was regarding the Prime launch in the UK. So we haven't done Impulsive in a while, uh, but we launched Prime in the UK. Fantastic launch. It's doing amazing. Uh, we also just got our variety multi-packs in Sam's Club, and I got an email from a, a mother named Subject Line. The Night Shift video with Mike and KSI. Ginger comment. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. I'm contacting you as I am unhappy with a comment that was made about, my, about a ginger kid, my son, in one of your videos. My son was so excited to see you guys when you came to Watford for the Prime launch. I am appalled that an adult singled out a child, <laughs> zoomed in on him, and made fun of his hair color. Because <laughs> they put the U in the UK. Favorite. My son has had to deal with bullies about his hair color. To have someone that he follows and is a fan of make a remark is very humiliating. The video has obviously gone around to school and kids are laughing at him. This is a form of prejudice and bullying and is uncalled for. I await a response from yourself. Regards, Lisa. So, Lisa, this is the response. I, 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 well, okay, so, 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 one sec, one sec. Before we start pointing fingers, right? I, I said to myself, why did I get this email? What have I done? Again, did I make a mistake? So I went back and watched the video. I had nothing to do with this, right? Like, it's not my fault that my friend's fucking dickhead. But, but also, he was just pointing out the kid's hair and they cut to him. It was, it was a tight shot. The, shot. the shot was tight and he removed it from the video. I did. I removed it. I clipped it from the video and yeah. I didn't know that it was such a, yeah. a massive detriment to your, your <laughs> evolution as a human well, to have that color. Because I love, from a female standpoint, I love redheaded girls. My red girlfriend's hair is red and I, I, she's never ever colored her hair. I, I'm, I'm helping you right here. Uh, never colored her hair. She's like, my hair's the virgin. And I was like, listen, no one gives a fuck. She was like bragging about it. I was like, color your hair. And she's like, what hair color would you like? And I said, I think it's sexy if it goes red. And every single time now we see like there's a bunch of red. Red's in, baby. Be confident with that firecracker head of yours. <laughs> it's like the 4th of July. Just go like this with your hair and have everybody be excited about it. But do you maybe have something you'd like no, to say to him now? We're, we're, we're getting there, Abby. Just, okay. just We're going to massage this. Okay, so I understand. I'm a ginger. I'm, I'm a straw. I'm strawberry blonde hair. I dye my hair. Uh, but my beard is red, and I'm a firecracker. And his pubic hair. I, I know that. That's how I got an impulse. Can I stop you for one second? What you're doing right now is one of those people that's like, I can't be racist. I have black friends. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, you're like, like, yo, you're like, I'm a, I have red hair, small man. I, I, <laughs> the the kid the kid is 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 gorgeous. And uh, to that kid, I would say, let your uniqueness define yes, you. Yes. Everyone is the same. Everyone looks the exact same. And there's a reason that well, I'm a male, but like most males love redheaded women, as George just said. And, and, and being a redhead, having orange hair, whatever it is, is cool. It's cool to be different, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, that said. I, I'll take over. <sighs> Listen, little man. Little man's mom. I apologize wholeheartedly. I'm sorry because the last thing that I want to do is have a young man who's already dealing with the trials of redheadedness, if, if that's what you call it. I don't want to add on to that. So, so what I'm prepared to do today, this is my offer to, after obviously already cutting from the video, is one, my sincere heartfelt apology. I'm sorry, and I mean that. I really, truly am sorry to you, young man. Uh, we are also, we, uh, at Logan as the founder of Prime Hydration and myself as the number one unpaid promoter of Prime, uh, 
we are prepared to send you a a, a metric shit ton of fucking prime to your house in it Watts. Only red flavors, what? though. All right, that's it. <laughs> get them out. <laughs> and then if you get this one, we'll cut it. We'll yeah, only get George, cut his mic. He's going to be tough. Kids are stupid. They see something different. They make, they make fun of it. They're very simple creatures. Yeah. Oh, that thing is, we're not used to that. And they make fun of it. Kids are silly. That kid's going to grow up with some thick skin. No, that dude's going to be he's, the man. Bro, I got bullied so hard. The principal moved me out of my school. I'm going to say this one more time. They go, hey, I don't think it's safe for you to be here anymore. <laughs> they had a game called, they had to leave me out of class 10 minutes prior before the bell because the kids had a game called Who Could Spit on George? Oh. Yeah, and guess what? There was a lot of winners. There was a lot of winners. It's okay? like anyone could win that. Yeah, listen, it was a really fun game. This is all true. I have a video where I performed at the talent show and they were throwing shoes at me. But at that developmental age, building self-esteem can be hard, especially when you have peers around you telling you that you're you're not something yeah bro, and, and, and this, because this, kids this, are kids, this, kids are very impressionable bro this has happened since forever this is this is a thing no, yeah but do you what? know who my biggest bully was though mike oh come oh, on that's not true, <laughs> true you're, you're my little sister. yeah wait, that's wait. different that's freshman, way different freshman year of high school what do you what do you do call, call he you. walked by me in front of hundreds of people and said take these drugs what's going on that too um What's up, Flabs? Dude, it was Flabby Abby. Flabby Abby. For the rest of my life. For the Flabby rest Abby. of Bro, my life. Not even, I don't even want to hear your guys' stories. They handed me maracas because I had a mustache <laughs> in the third grade. I had my, they literally, and you know what my teacher said? She says, why don't you just, you know, shave it or nair it? And my mom goes, I don't want him to shave it. She goes, okay, then nair it. She left it on too long. It burned my fucking top lip. And now I look like I had, you know what people do this? For like a long time, the shit's red for two weeks. <laughs> what if your teacher? It could get up? worse, kid. You could be me. I'll, I'll tell you what. I jizzed my pants at the freshman dance. Ooh. On purpose. Oh, yeah. it, unintentionally. Just the senior was was dancing on me. I was unused to this 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 pressure, gyration. This, this gyration. Yeah. I've never experienced it. I'm just a freshman, 14 years old. I haven't hit, hit puberty yet. Smallest one of my friends group. They call me they call me shrimp because I was the last one to hit puberty until senior year in high school. So, um, in 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 the hallways, they would throw tissues at me and underwear and and things because I had, had jizzed my pants. I had jizzed my pants. I got expelled. Were you still a virgin? Yeah, of course. When did you lose your virginity? Um, at 16. Do you want to know though? 19. This, this is, 19. this is a little inappropriate. Um, I, I, I learned then that I, I, I'm sensitive down there sometimes. And I was nervous then to hook up with a girl, right? For the first time. Because if I, if I, if I got off at this, at just a simple school, yeah. what was going to happen the first time? Like it was some real shit was going down. <laughs> the first time, the first time I ever got my wiener touched. I'm not kidding. The girl grazed it. Oh, this <laughs> I can't be the only one, though. I can't be oh, the only one. These horror stories from adolescence, they exist. They exist. This kid's going to have a long, fruitful life. This may be a little tough, this, this duration, but it's fine. Well, the one thing I will say is at least you're – your premature explosion wasn't televised to millions of people. <laughs> so I do kind yeah, of so show I, his face. No, but I do, kind, do I do kind of understand Miss, Miss uh, point of view on it. And so that's why I am saying, and more so, George, you're right. 
Listen, if you're, there's a lot of piece of shit people out there, bad bullies that will say terrible things to you about your ethnicity, your religion, your race, all those things. Those people do exist. My friend, Fuck them. No, now. stop. Let me say this. Fuck them. Look, the one thing I will say is never on this show or, or on the Night Shift or on any show would I want to per, per, perpetuate that happening further. And so, you know, I apologize and please enjoy the large amount of prime that we sent here out. Let's send her some money, too. Send him your Let's book. Send the kids so some money. Get into drugs and stuff. Let's out. give him a large sum yeah. of money. I hope, oh. I hope that he one day goes into the UFC and becomes, becomes a fighter and kicks your ass. Jeff said, in the, in the stands going, nah, "That kid looks familiar. I know that kid." Hey, wait, that's Patty Piblet. He kind of looks like him. Does Patty the Batty have red hair? Nah. Oh, he doesn't. Got a coconut head. Coconut. Who's the cartoon, the Batty with the red hair? Who's that? Impossible. Uh, no, no, uh, something rabbit. Dexter. Uh, Jessica Rabbit. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. She's a bad bitch. Yeah, She's a cartoon. How much money are you going to send I, Lisa? Jeff said, I, I, Jeff, said yeah. no, Jeff said no money. I think they'd appreciate it. No, what about a vlog? Hey, hey, man. A vlog? No, no, no. Well, he, he's not a fan anymore. You know what obviously. you should do, Mike? You should show up to his school with red hair. It's in Wattsford. What hair, bro? Wattsford. Look at him. I don't even know where the fuck it is. That's that's where Asda is. That's are you gonna Are you gonna keep this look? Because I had a I had a concern that you're too intimidating. You told look, me last night, and I'm already an asshole. The only thing that softened me up was that sweet, sweet L.A. hat and the curly hair. Yeah. You're now, not an asshole. You're so sweet. Yeah, that is true. I don't mm-hmm. know. Do I come off as an asshole on this show for some reason? But I'm easy. To me, it's just because you guys bully me. Don't, I am sad. You are the bully of this show. I am alone. You are the bully of this show. Don't ever forget it. You show up to me at my house all the time. And I'm always the sweetest man to you. He, he knows, he knows, no, 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 no. He knows how to work people. <sighs> He's a manipulator. He, Even he your is. sister admits it. What's that baby I, in her stomach? I, he agrees. He's kicking. Yeah, guess what? When you find a oh, master so manipulator, when you find a master manipulator, you team up with them because they're going places. So don't argue for fucking where you're sitting on a rocket ship, lad. Sean Nelson taught me that. This episode is made possible by PWC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Just take the ride to the moon, baby. Sit with us. Yeah, but there are times like you work people against each other and then you homie. say that you're not in- Homie. The, o- oh. homie. the only reason our family speaks oh to my each God. other totally. is because of me. Mom and gag didn't talk for fucking 10 years and I said, fix it now. Well, mom and dad only, mom, mom and dad, dad started gag. talking again because started. you were a drug addict. Yeah. Mom and who? I was dad or gag. 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 Oh. My grandma. Or gaggy. My grandma. Can I ask you a question? I love your grandma. You, you can, but I was going to ask you. Sure. One. Go for it. Um, so we, uh, and this is interesting, right? Because I, as everybody here knows, have largely done all the right things in my life. Yeah. I went to college. I went to business school. I did all of all of the good stuff, sure, right? Sure. Played by the book. Played by the book. And Mikey obviously did not. And there's like no there will there can't be a sib, sib, sibling rivalry because he's far more successful than I'll ever be. But how do you how do you you love your brother Jake? You guys obviously get along so well. Is there a rivalry? No. 
There was, but then we realized that we're just better together. And like, who, who cares? Like, we're, we just amplify each other. The better he does, the better I do, and vice versa. I, I repost all his fight stuff. He announced his new fight today, uh, which we should dive into. But um, yeah, no, I love the kid. Nah, no shot. I, I want him. At this. I want him to do well. You should be a podcast host. You should have a podcast. And Mike, Mike is not more successful than you. You have a good corporate job, I mean, good husband, and baby on the way. You're also really good at yeah, podcasting. Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got the wrong Switch. metric. <laughs> you got the, you got the wrong <laughs> metrics. They, get it? they would love that. I, yeah. I, I, no, I would never. People love I, that. I, I, am I a toxic boyfriend if I don't hold my girlfriend's purse in public? No, you're, you're just like really insecure. Is your name Abby? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> no. Were you asked to do Maybe we yeah. should have George answer that. You're just a what, what, what does the purse look like? It. Big ass. It's a purse. Okay. I was there when this happened, bro. You know what's so weird? Bell brought this up two days ago. I think I think this conversation happens in a lot of relationships. Hey, uh, and, and 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 sorry. Let me also add in. Uh, not. It's not something she can't be holding. Like there was no reason. For there's her. no. Re- there's no real reason other than like. No, I don't want to hold my purse. Liar. They're a liar. She went upstairs to go take a shit or something. It's always the back. And you were like, you were like, it's she's like, hey babe, back. could you hold this? And he's like, I'm not holding your purse. And then like we're like in the house. I'm like, Logan, no one's here. And he goes, no, I'm not holding it. And then she like put it down. Two days ago, Bell goes, does Logan hold purses yet? Or like, is he still like against holding? No, purses? I don't understand. Just set it on the table for now. Yeah, but she's wanting to be cute. She well, wants you to hold her back. See, like, is that is it a power dynamic? And then it happened in public. It's a power dynamic. It happened in public, and I was like, okay, this is like I maybe I'm a toxic male, but this is like a bit of a thing for me. I just don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's the Greg Paul, my father, just channeling from me. I so just you don't, felt insecure about holding it, mm-hmm. really, or that it, or that it wasn't his job to hold. I don't know what I feel. Maybe it is insecurity. Completely fine with Harry Just imagine with Harry Styles wearing that. You guys do both have very girly legs, so a matching purse would be. I can't get anything in. Should I say what I said? Yeah, sure. I said he was completely fine with Harry Styles wearing that dress, and and, you know. Because that's a decision that he made. There's power in that. Oh, wait. So we did just get confirmation that there. This is all hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. I'm just Girl. curious because you're a woman. Have you ever handed Jack your purse in public? Hey, can you hold this? And he's just standing like Jack, your military naval pilot of a boyfriend, husband, father, father. holding a, a bag, like smiling. You bet your ass I have. Wow. Jesus maybe, Christ. Maybe I suck. You know, do you want to know what I do? Maybe maybe you don't want to put it down because you don't want it to get yeah. stolen or okay. you don't want it to but get it dirty like or. Like, no, of course not. He's had trouble uh, with this for a long time. You know, you know this. No, I had a I had a rule of thumb growing up. My mom and dad both taught me this. They're like, if you hold your sister's mom's or girlfriend's purse, the only rule is just don't go through it. It's her, it's her privacy. No, that, that goes without saying. That's the only rule. I never heard like, hey, don't hold that shit. Like, <laughs> you know, what can, what I mean? I, can I? Can I? Can I hold the purse? Are you I'll change, hold your baby because no, I'll change. Look, it's not just a purse. It's a it's a fucking purse. It's like hold the fucking purse. Like, no, because I'll change. Yeah. Can, oh, can, can, I, can I ask you a question? You're holding it. Like, like, if there, if it grows a photograph immediately. There's a photograph that comes out of me. We've spent a lot of money on styling, right? If there's a photograph that comes out with me with like in like a in like a nice outfit, we're trying to level up my my styling and like what I look like because I'm very bad at it in general, and I look awesome. And then I'm just holding the purse. a Balenciaga purse is not a Balenciaga. Gonna, is that an issue? Gets her, her purses, yeah. Just in case you hold it, 
It's like, oh, that's a dope person. I'm just, I don't want- Let's wanna... face it, bro. There's way worse videos of you out there, okay? There's like a lot I was, more- I was about to say, you have a mullet. Like, it's- <laughs> She Abby, really doesn't like this mullet. Let mole. it go, Abby. Oh, my God. Can I tell you something? I, I've never told anybody this before, and I wouldn't do it in front of you guys, but when girls hand me their purse to hold, I don't know why, but I always, I always hold it, and I do like this. Like I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's weird. I, I always hold, I hold it. Shit. No, 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 no. What's what's your problem? Dude? I don't know. You're, you are being you're weird. You're out of I'm control. Weird, I'm, I'm but no, but weird. I sling it over my shoulder, <laughs> and I literally sometimes I go like this, and I have even done this a few times. I'm not even kidding. I just like, dude, I'm a girl for a few seconds. Like I feel, I like to feel what it's. What were you saying? We're canceling you, bro. All right. Mikey has always had, I, I his whole. Life like this is not even even when he. If was, you bring up the cross dressing, no, 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 no. I <laughs> you know even <laughs> so fat, like so fat. He always had really beautiful girlfriends. His whole life, it's like it's so bizarre to me. <laughs> oh, I just think it's funny because when he does things like that, like throwing a bag over or doing something, like girls want to laugh. Girls want to laugh, bro. If I've I don't know how many times I have to say this on the show. If you can make a girl laugh, you can make a girl your wife. You can make, like, like anything you want, bro. Like that's, I've been doing that since I was 14 years old. You know what I'm saying? And if you're nice and, and also I talk about this a lot too. If you're able to master the balance between poking fun and complimenting, like where you're like kind of like messing. What are you, what are you fucking? You just smacked reading? him. You just smacked oh, him. What are you fucking reading? Try it. I'm training for the WWE now. Watch out. Because I will lat drop you through this fucking Wish you were fucking training like that for Floyd. Oof. Oh. I'm actually scared right now. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. But anyways, what were you saying about me always cleaning up on girls? No. I, <laughs> I, will, I, will end the, I will end that topic, but come back to WWE. Oh, I'm it's super so fascinated impressive. by that. Yes. When I met Lana for the first time, oh, and I have, and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying, she, everybody here, like, it's, it's a part of your past. She yeah, was truly one of the prettiest people I've ever, like, I was shocked, shocked. at how beautiful she is. Um, I'm just always, uh, that just, it crushes me. I, I, have, I have a story about meeting her and thinking that. Uh, sure this is do, a great George. story. I don't know if we're probably gonna have to cut this because Mike sends it. Well, why don't you let Abby oh, finish her story instead that, of telling a story that that's gonna be of, cut? That was oh, the end of it, bro. So your story was Lana's pretty. He manipulates. He manipulates. <laughs> just want to fucking. Make he me wanted us upset. to go against each other. Did you see that? You just let Mike know how hot his ex is. That's cool, Abby. A lot you, of. You have Mike, any thoughts about Josie? Like, I almost said she. Well, she was very pretty too, of course. Josie. So is this yeah. how the stories you want to tell go today? Where just make us feel. I thought that would make it, I thought that would make you feel great. I no, was just, I'm happy. Just be, being a, you love if if somebody was like, "Wow, you've dated sure. the most attractive girls on the planet." You guys do. You're just you're just being objective. I don't mind it. WWE, you are saying I am it's crazy. So like watching this objection object. Forget it. Well, you just tried to use the word. Fuck that. Cut cut all of that. It's <laughs> um, now. Cut cut that now. So you've got a lot going on, and I was texting you about this, both of you. Like, you've got Prime, which is outrageously delicious. Like, truly. I drink it all the time. You've, I, I mean it. Um, you've got NFTs. You've got literally five different pretty big business ventures. Talk about WWE. Sure. Why were you so interested? Sure. Where are you going from here? It's a great question, Abby. 
you really should consider having a podcast. (laughs) I appreciate the question. She's incredible at this. No, she's coming for your job, bro. Yeah, she's not, coming for your job, dude. <laughs> Yo, Mike's about to get replaced <laughs> by his sister. He gets the termination notice. I was like, oh, no, all right, we're putting a poll up in the top corners. No, we are. Oh, we never I'm getting do. kicked off again. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, Abby, I appreciate you bringing it up. It is true. I signed a, a, a multi-match deal with the WWE, and we announced it. It went crazy viral, and I, I, I love the response. People are excited to see me in the WWE, and for me, there's a trifecta that I look for that decides what I do. And I say this with privilege because I can do this now because of the like years, decades of hard work I've put in. But when I can mix passion, business and media all into one thing, I'm like ultimate me, like happy place. So passion, when I did WrestleMania, I had so much fun. I just had fun. I came back to the, all my friends had fun. Yeah, we were all just smiling. Best, we're just like, yeah, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at the clips. I'm like, I, I can't believe that was me. That was a big jumps that I was doing there. <laughs> uh, uh, business, it's, it's, it's smart. They pay well. WWE, it's a big organization. And um, media, it's just, it's a, a show. It's a great performance and entertainment. So like, I'm excited for this journey and I am well aware of how powerful of a launch pad it can be for whatever I want to do in, in life, right? Because, Besides this show, my visibility online is is not a lot. I'm not uploading on my main channel on YouTube like ever. I do this show every week and I'm doing this and that. But WWE is a good opportunity for me to leverage one of the biggest brands in the world for my own should I show up, should I work hard, go to do the performances, uh, impress the fans, um, and just become become that WWE the character that is is either you know notorious or loved. I don't know if I'm gonna be a heel or a baby. Which face one yet. do you want to be? He want no. I don't think so. He loved Logan. Loves being the the loved. The good one. Yeah. Just because I'm, I'm just not a heel anymore, you know. But like, if they don't fuck with me, I don't think that's but, not. But true. I, I'm I'm I I will be uh I will be coming for the Miz. Can I say at SummerSlam? Yeah, fuck it. I'm coming for the Miz at SummerSlam. He wants to, he wants to team up with me. He thinks he's delusional. He thinks we're still uh, partners and we're cool. We're not. I take this very seriously, and I I, I will uh, slam him hard. I will slam him hard. I will s- slam him hard. <laughs> huh? It comes out Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be fine. It, it'll be on Monday Night Raw, but it's great. Yeah, I got I got two appearances before. It's gonna be fun, Abby. Now, wait, so this is a, and this is for all three of you out of pure curiosity. So I always think about life in a triangle, right? You have money, power, passion, and you can only really pick two. You can't really do all three well. Which two would you pick? Wow. Money, power, passion. Power and passion. Power and passion, but no money. No. Because a man could either worship money or worship God, and I do not worship money. What's it like being pregnant? I, 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 so, so, okay. Oh, that's a little dark, George is man. just a deep shit. <laughs> I, what? Okay. Roe v, Roe v. Wade, and it was interesting because Mikey nope. texted me. I don't well, know we if were, I have the we energy were, for We it. were just talking about it, and you were like, what do you think? And I said, if you are not fiercely on the side of the woman on this one, I don't give a fuck what you say unless you have a uterus, like, just back away. You're involved. Uh, politically, a little bit. You're, 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 you, you follow politics. Um, your husband's in the military. Why do you always come back to that? Oh, it's because, because, because you, you have credentials yeah. on the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
you're a pregnant woman. Yeah. Why? Why are men involved in this decision making like like at all? Why? Do you know? I think we ask ourselves that every day. Hold, hold, hold on a second. That that question is easily answered, so we don't have to debate about it. Because one thing I I would hate to have happen here is ever to be underrepresented on one side. You know where I stand. I stand with with women's rights. I stand with cho- the choice, especially as it pertains to fuck as it pertains to. I stand with the women's choice, okay? Especially the way that, I will say this, especially the way the laws had been set up with trimester control, so on and so forth, okay? Because I, I personally, where I'm at, and, I, and if this offends someone, I'm sorry, I personally believe that at some point it becomes a, a living, whatever. I'm fucking, I'm going to say it, all right? The reason why men are involved is because a subset of this group still believes in the sanctity of church and state having some sort of intimate relationship. So weird. But it's not. But that is where but that is where we are at. Oh my and that is God. Where we're at. And we it's know that a specific set of the right, this is not me speaking obviously, believes that the Bible and that the word of God should influence the policies of a country or state. <clears throat> so and, and I'm sorry. We'll and and that that same pro-life segment finds it okay to purchase for 18-year-old white boys to purchase AR-15 well, and I mean, walk it could into be any color. It could and be any blow color, people yeah. away. Yes, you're right. Like what, no, you're right. Why are we sometimes pro-life and other times not? It's ridiculous. No, no, no. No, one, no, one's, no, one's, no one's saying that what's happening right now is not completely and utterly fucked. And by the way, I think, I think as a country, we are ready to, at, collectively to make some advances as it pertains to high-powered rifles. I mean, you had this, this not to get off Roe v. Wade immediately, but you had the, 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 the medical official who showed up at the scene in um, Chicago or Highland, right? Yeah. At the, that, where the last okay. massacre, I can't even keep the fucking massacre straight anymore, and described very viscerally in a way to get people to understand what it is like to find a human after they're hit by a high-powered rifle round. I didn't want to hear that. But guess what? We need to fucking hear that. He said, I came upon bodies who didn't exist anymore. Their their heads did not exist anymore. They were blown to pieces. Not a nine millimeter round, which would take down an intruder and trust me is a fuck enough. Or even what whatever else is in that range. High-powered rifle rounds meant to destroy armored vehicles and armored people in a warfare environment are in the hands of our citizens, but women cannot terminate pregnancies that may have been put there by rape, by abusive ex-boyfriends, or any reason they see fit. But but I guess it's like, and, and maybe we're fucked. Get edited out, I guess, like, my only... I struggled to get pregnant for a really long time and I had to do IVF. There was no one who wanted a baby more than I did. And I, I mean, hun- hundreds of injections, just the worst year of my life. You get to an appointment where they say at 20 weeks, either your baby is going to live a good normal life or they're going to die a miserable death. You are going to die a miserable death. Something tragic is going to happen, medically tested and proven. 
right? That somebody, you or your child, is going to have a tragic life. Sorry, sorry. What are you talking about right now? My, my, I, I the, point, the point is, just... is like everybody talks about these different instances, rape, incest, like, like they're, they're the only time when an abortion would occur. Right, medical. Com- are you talking about medical complications? I, I, oh God, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, it, like, I miss, ultimately, I miss. like, third, tri- late-term abortions are not really. They're they're one percent of abortions. And let me tell you, if that happened to me right now, if something, if my life was compromised, if my daughter's life was compromised, I would sl- I would die a slow death. At this point, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but my only concern there is. It, I, I, we have a problem in this country, which is compromise. That is why we we make no stride towards the success of either of these programs. No one wants to compromise. But where is the no, compromise? Because, because what I'm saying what is, is what you're saying is 100 correct. What I'm what I'm trying to safeguard. Fuck me. What I'm saying, a lot of people probably are trying to safeguard against is late-term abortion not tied to a medical necessity. I think that is so. Far and few between. Absolutely, but do you agree that at a, at an eight and a half month t- uh, week, sorry, month pregnancy, that there are potentially still people there who are like, "Yo, I'm not ready for this this child." And and should that and but and should that be debated is my question. Like at that point, should should we have term limits at all? I, I I don't really want to dive into this right now. I'm asking now. her a woman, not you. No, not you. I'm asking her a woman, a pregnant woman, who who reads into this shit. And I purposely am not asking you this because this is some heavy shit, and I didn't want to get into because I'm not prepared today. But do you think that there should be term limits on abortion? It is not my decision. Got it. Make. Okay, perfect. Not. I really. If I do, I know it's a great. It's a tagline of the movement. My body, my choice. Um. I would not force you to give Logan your kidney if he was dying and needed a kidney. You cannot, I, I cannot force you to be an organ donor and save someone else's life. So how can you force me to do something with my body that I don't want to do? So weird. Say one thing? It is so weird. Oh my God, I can't, my head fucking explodes. I cannot comprehend how silly and archaic some of our country's values are. I, yes. Oh my God, it boggles my mind. I, I am, as all of you know, I, I, I've, I function highly based on logic and reason, and I'm not always super emotional, and it's led to a lot of great things, and it's I, I'm working on it in some other areas. Um, but it, this makes no fucking sense. And, and I, again, I don't really want to dive in because we are well, it's, super... It's our response. Yes, and George, I want to hear from yeah. George soon. We should. But I, I do want to say it is our responsibility to dive in to be honest with you, to an extent, we, we, we have a lot. As you know, we are not prepared. Prepared today, Co- correct, yeah. correct. And 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 I just want to say one last thing. I I hope people know by now. It is my job on this podcast to provide different viewpoints. People should know where I fucking stand on this. But I am going to ask the questions that and represent the side that is not represented here today because they are the reason why this is happening. So, for an educational and awareness building standpoint. I'm going to represent that side, George. But the and and then I promise. Oh no, please. But the side that is not represented, just to be clear, is that there are the states that are making these decisions are largely lacking women representation in their elected governments. And so, when you do not have women making decisions about women's bodies, that's one thing. That that part that part has also boggled my mind. 
which has been the uh, safety net of that side, simply saying, no, we're just handing it back down to the states. Do you know, do you like know, it's just going to go know, away. Like you know the problem why, you is know why solved by that, by 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 the fact that the Constitution currently supports or whatever it is that supports state states making those decisions. Because as you just said, there's a lot of states right now that are ass fucking backwards. I I, I don't I don't again want to. Okay. And I'm going to let yep, George speak, George. but but just one one final thing that, again, why my head can't wrap my I can't wrap my head around. I'm embarrassed that we don't have we don't have leadership that that is, is speaking up or the people in the Supreme Court made this decision. Um, it's fuck. I'm so, uh, uh, we should have. Trust me, I have so obviously I work in politics and so i uh it's just I, like you know it's you know it's I gonna will, co- you know it's coming back talk about later. you know we'll end up in the right spot so why do we do this george, why go georgie i know where you're going to go but i will look <laughs> up at the ceiling no don't worry about it um and and first of all like i want everybody to know that this is the sincere version of me this is not the comedian version this isn't i know i was just fucking around the cancellation all that stuff and it's sad that i mixed this vlog in i had no idea we we're going to go in this direction um i think right now overall we got to remember that we all don't have to see eye to eye but that doesn't mean we can't be heart to heart we have to really respect other people's opinions and views i am a christian man and if i ever got any female pregnant if it was a prostitute to my girlfriend that baby's under my con- like my conditions. I will make sure that that baby's taken the way that I brought him into this world. The most beautiful thing in the Bible that God explains is that he gave us free will. And as a Christian man, I'm trying to understand who's trying to play God by controlling people's decisions. If you want to, God forbid, lose the baby... That has nothing to do with me and has nothing to do with my beliefs. We are in a beautiful country where I could have my own views and you could have your own views. This is the first step. I will never, ever look at a woman in the eyes and say, it's okay to have an abortion. But I will never, ever look a woman in the eyes and tell her what she could do with her body, ever. Just because I don't agree with what that woman or man is doing doesn't ever give me the right to tell them how to live their life. And I know I say this is a joke, but my parents came to this country because they were dying. I have relatives that died in their country trying to just believe in what they believed in. I really, really, really need you guys to understand that these are decisions about life. And if you are so pro-life, then talk with, a, with an open heart and try to turn somebody's heart with love, not with anger, not with a pitchfork, not with a knife, not with a gun, and not with hate. If you really believe the person in front of you is not making the right decision, do it out of love. Try to express out of love. And you should never, ever, ever, ever be able to remove somebody's will to live or to how they are going to act in their own life. And that is my feeling of it. And I will look at anybody and say, I don't think you should have an abortion. I don't. But that doesn't give me the right to tell you what you should do with your body. I prejudged you. Yeah, me too. Oh, that I, sounded that, great. That, that, that response, was incredible. That, that, that was surprised incredible. me. Wow. Can, can I can we do something lighter, please? Yes. Yes. Get off. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, let's <laughs> just it, it, it's comedic relief. I, well, so, but, but yes, but but I'm not going to say it like that. Obviously, why would I say it like can. that? You're pregnant for Christ's is, sake. Is, uh, is he coming right? I w- should we hit the hair? I, 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 no one's going to sit and watch a show and be like, dude, so this like is good. what hair, Mike? 
I know. That's what I'm getting at, I guess. Like, should we? Good, you hear me? Hello. No, stop. Now, no, now you're going to sit back. You're going to put yeah, Abby, you got to talk in the mic. Mouth. Talk in the mic. I want to fucking. Whose hair is better? I'm not going to use the negative. How are you going to keep talking about his hair? No, hair no, looks no. Great. I, this, is, this is for you, too. I'm sorry. What like, do you mean? Everybody's. Abby, and, talk in the mic for Pete's sake. Sit in front of the fucking mic, Abby, please. Okay. okay. All I'm saying is, don't you think, don't you think everyone's giving me nothing but praise for the, for the, my skin head? Yeah, but I think you looked good in that one picture. No, I think you can say, I don't think just having a skinhead makes you a skinhead. Like, I think you, I can say I have... Wait, actually, I don't know. Yeah, I think I can't say that. No, I don't think so. Man. I'm still cool rolling it in George's belief. I will cancel you. This okay. this show used to be so great. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I, so, oh, by the way, by the way, to the point of what George was saying earlier, I don't... I'm not concerned with... I don't censor anything I'm going to say myself. I just don't say the... Like, the same as you. You don't have to worry about anything like and think before you speak because you just don't say that kind of shit. Like, do you ever have moments where you're like, yo, I'm going to say something that I sh- might not say? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hey. Yeah, but I think you're pretty brand conscious. Drink prime. You, Listen. Like, being, being kind of crude is your brand. Yeah, That's facts. not your brand. Porn stars fucking, and most importantly, getting my hair done. I was thinning. No. I'd say your sister's glowing, though. She really is. Yeah, I guess I'm not going to talk about the hair today. Dude, she's married. Uh, do, you have, do, you have a, do you have a... No, I mean, dude, you're watching this show. It's the first time you've tuned back into Impulsive, your favorite show. Mike's bald. You're just... We're just not going to talk about it. It is odd. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. That's the decision. Nah, I keep nah. bringing it up and no one's yeah. no, biting like, on the like, topic. Like, like, Mikey, uh, where did all of your hair Thank you. Out. Thank you, Abby. I'm so happy you asked that question. A few years ago, I noticed that the back of my hair, my head, was starting to thin a little bit, yep. not to an extreme amount. And also I was getting a little thinner up front, 37 years old. And I abused hard drugs, including crack cocaine for a number <laughs> of years. And something tells me that may have been affecting my air growth. Well, recently I was on a trip to Europe with uh, Logan for the launch of Prime, Drink Prime, now available in the UK. Uh, found myself in Amsterdam. And, you know, David and I had been going back and forth like, yo, should we pop into a small country by the name of Turkey? Yawn. <laughs> we just want to know why you're fucking bald. I went to Turkey. I got a fucking hair transplant. They've got a bustling scene out there and a scene of something called medical tourism where people go out there to get these high-end treatments at a lower price point. Let me tell you more. First of all... Guys, I'm so sorry. I actually have to step out. How does it it's feel? Bell. Are you excited? Do you have more confidence? Like I'm bald, man. Do I have more confidence? More confidence? <laughs> what, my friends don't want to listen to me? I have no confidence. I'm going to leave here today and go fucking sit on my couch by myself and look at the wall. But I don't, I don't understand. I guess I was always kind of surprised that that was your big insecurity. It wasn't. Oh, oh, that's another thing. It was. I actually, I, I liked hats because I would wake up in the morning and I would put the hat on and I'd be ready for the day. I was a huge fan of that. But now I found that same security in a short hairstyle. Ah. Because I wake ah. up, I roll out. Of, and by the way, don't fucking patronize me with your, your, false excitement about my surgery because let me tell you something really quick there are people men in this audience right now who do want to hear more about it hold on i, I think they're going I'm, to though you bozzy the no musician? we're not i went to a place called smile hair clinic <laughs> and i'm more than happy 
happy to say Smile Hair Clinic are my friends. Uh, I uh, I'll probably I'll probably end up going there. Great, but of oh. course, at some point, maybe you'll even want to know about what how how things go there. But today's not that day. Sorry, audience. Guess you'll have to turn in tune into the night shift where there's a full breakdown video that came out the day before this. No, I saw him scrolling on the Google Drive. They sent him videos of the procedure. So how does it work? They take hair, little hairs from the back of your head? So f- the first thing they do is they j- jam your head with local anesthesia. They don't put you to sleep. Nice. Okay. And, and, and so they get you all numbed up good. And they go and they individually removed 4,700 hairs from the back of my hair in what's called the donor area. Yeah. Then, very cool. And this took several hours. Then a surgeon from the place came in and cut 4,700 small holes in my head. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud. Fuel innovation with responsible AI and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No like, kind of down the middle, like in this area in the back. And then that took a couple hours. And then a bunch of people went and plugged in 4,700 hairs into those holes. It took like nine hours, bro, and I was just there. Did you do it just so you could feel the rush of the anesthesia you drug? Can I, can, can, yeah, not, not the anesthesia, but can I say this? I am in a very send it mentality lately, and everybody was like, dude, you actually had hair. Like, you didn't really f- need to do this. Like, it wasn't a miraculous situation that you had to do this. But, dude, lately, I don't know what it is. I've just been, like, sending it on yeah. shit. Dude, they were like, yo, this house is a lot. You sure you want to buy? I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm going to get hair plugs. You know what I'm going to do at the end of this year? I'm going to have my ankle removed from my body. Yeah. I'm going to have no ankle, bro. No ankle. I don't like really. I mean, no, I've, lately, I've been, lately I've been not even pulling out. Oh, Michael. I'm not even going to lie, bro, because you know what? I think I'm, fuck it. I got oh, a house. I got a house. I got, I have a house. I have hair. What else do you need? Honestly. And, and, and I, I, um. I think what you've done is amazing. You, you look great. Thank you. It's, it's transformative. Life isn't short. You just got to do more. Get, get a new head like you did. I don't know. Get a new head. Is that what you're saying to me right now? Or I'm sorry. You basically have a new head. Yeah, I feel like a completely different man, dude. And like He was, and- he was telling me that he, he likes being bald because... Like milk doesn't get caught in his hair. Anymore yeah, like if you if like you, shit doesn't get caught. Yes, in if there. milk goes <laughs> in your hair. Yeah, like somebody somebody you walk out of your house. God forbid, somebody pours a and gallon of milk. milk Listen, I, that was the example he used. <laughs> it may have not been the best example, but I live a weird life, and so sometimes this happens. You never know. And and lately, it's just been great, dude. I've had shade. girls like the shade. They do. If you have a good head, if you give good, because you look like a sergeant. You look like a drill sergeant. Like like like, say like ten four a soldier. 
See, I, d- I don't... Listen here, you peon. You get your ass back and you clean up this fucking child hall. You're going to be E1 in no time, motherfucker. That's from his favorite movie. What, um... Well, Did you, you... Was that... Yeah. So now you have a home. You built a new house, right? Yeah. And what, so... What's with you? You forgot how to use a mic? Oh. Well, I didn't know we were... I didn't know... That you should start wearing camouflage. How How is your home ownership... I, I... How are both of you doing at home ownership? You built a house, right? Oh, no, Zaya. Oh, sorry. You just, you, you, you are Barbara Walters. You just come on here and you leave I, everything. Well, I, so I, I, I bought a house the day before my brother. Um, it was our, my first house. I was so excited. And then like, my mother loves my brother 1,000 more times than me. And so anytime anything happens to my brother, it's like, she'll always take his, like, no matter what. I have no elite, like, my mom is never going to come to my rescue, so. Damn, you're really slamming her today, huh? Poor Robin. See? I can understand why she likes I'm going to hear about this. She's about to be the second mom that cried because of one of us. Yeah. Well, no, because she loves him so much. But a um, lot of excitement about your house, yeah. right? And I think, like, when you buy a house, and obviously not to the magnitude that either of you have purchased homes, you're like, holy shit, I own a house now. It's so weird. I have to furnish it. I have yeah. to take care of it. It needs gutters. Like, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. You, you, are ha- you are going to have a very nice home. You have a very nice home. That's like an extra. Can I, can I, can I ask you about your sex life? You can. I just, sure. I don't want to get too deep. You're like a sister to me, Abby. Okay. But who's not my sister, which is why this is kind of cool. Has it changed now that you're pregnant? Is it like what? Like what? Is it- oh my god! Maybe this gets. Maybe this should get cut. Like, please, for the love of God, cut this. <laughs> but like, it is true that when you are pregnant, you are like a lot hornier. God dang it! Wow! Um, Bring in Fleischman. I don't think <laughs> wow! And- you can't get pregnant, so you're like, let's just do it. I don't know. No, it wasn't until like the second trimester, right? So like, it takes a while. Maybe you're just feeling very. Wow! I know. Interesting. <laughs> I know. I mean, being pregnant is like, imagine there's someone. I can't. I can't. Inside even, of you. I don't. The, it, again, another thing that blows my mind. What? You're just growing a little person inside of your body? I know. How, did you, how does and that And is he upside down most of the time? Why do, you, why do you guys keep calling it she? What's the name? We don't you know. have to bleep it out, but it's. Also, how do you know? Oh. Okay. So, so what is inverted like is the blood going to her head are you eating healthy no i'm not eating healthy at all i am not eating healthy did at you all. quit your nicotine addiction no i still have like a glass of wine whoa week. keep yeah. it to yourself drug addict it's your oh fucking God. problem you want to tell them about the meth you were smoking yesterday what size you is- do strike me as a <laughs> you strike you strike me, me. <laughs> what's the size of your baby today a, a, using only a fruit or vegetable i send mikey every week i send an update of how big she is and it's always only based on a fruit or vegetable yes. what uh can i guess can i guess how, how big the baby is sure pineapple That's that big. was like two weeks ago that, yeah that was like two weeks ago it might wow. be cantaloupe Ma- watermelon no i don't no. know if that might be a little too large cantaloupe like this she's going to come out of my vagina I don't want to talk about that. That's the, that's the, I'm not, I'm not enough of an adult for t- conversation. That also may work for everyone else except me. You can probably I, wait, know wait, about wait, wait, wait. my injuries. 
I do know about you. How many times have I, have I been sawed in half by a medical oh my professional? God. He had just briefly, um, because I hate to talk about myself, when my brother, we were sitting in church, <sighs> and he's his like stomach was growing. Like We were at church for Easter Sunday, and he, I was like, hey, I think we better go to the hospital. And we were always referring to this thing that was living in his stomach as baby Trish. Baby Trish. And so we were like, ooh, baby Trish is... Do you like, know what she's talking about? Yeah, yeah, when you spleen pop. Well, it was 10 years later when I yeah. had a hernia and they had put mesh in my stomach. Oh, yeah. And the, the, and the, the mesh. No, and the pus and blood leaked through the mesh into my, my outside of it, it, but under the skin. So I was pregnant. He was. In church. I literally had a, I had a pregnancy, but it was all blood and pus. And they had to jam a long needle into it and, pu- and pull it out. And, uh, that maybe, sounds like it could have been like on a Dr. Pimple Popper company. It was, it, no, no, no. This it, was one of those It really was. Disgusting. Was it, it satisfying? Was, it was so satisfying. I watched the Blackhead watch. videos, yeah. It was so satisfying. They just kept pulling syringe, and he, he was Ooh, filming it. I he was the, like the original YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. They were just jamming these needles into my stomach and just pulling syringes this deep of just brown blood and pus out of it, dude. And by the way, they did it like six times. Oof. You had a lot of really bad... I mean... I think it's it's been interesting to watch. Um, you know, obviously both Euphoria and Dope Sick have come out. I don't know if you've seen either. But yeah, Dylan said. Yeah, we talk about it on the yeah. show. You keep talking this way. Um, <laughs> those have been really triggering for me to watch. Can't watch Euphoria. It's too tough. Too tough. Well, it's not. It's not just that. It's actually. Um, it's funny because you always hear about drug addiction from his side, right? And like how difficult it was on him, his body, his life. But thinking of it as a sibling and watching it happen uh, as a sibling uh, was really a tragic experience. And someone recently was, um, I was doing something at work with, they're asking why, like, you are the way you are. Mm. And I'm pretty independent. I'm pretty, like, loner-ish, I guess, I would say. And it's because when you have someone in your family who sucks up all of the oxygen on one problem... Right. My parents had to give everything they had to keep him alive. Uh, Right. So there's just such a um, I've been reflecting on it a lot to have to grow up with someone who's an addict in the family. And it's really I don't know why, like recently have come to the realization of just how difficult it was. We've we've dealt with it a number of times. I've been on both sides of it as a family member and as the addict himself. And yes, and and it's the the scope of this problem in this country and and the fact that it's never spoken about is mind-blowing because there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands millions of family members in this country suffering. right now that are that are full suffering full bore suffering yes. because of because of what is happening to one of their family members and their inability to to get their um to get their drug of choice out of their their life um and it, it's terrible. I mean, it, I mean, from a from a just anxiety and stress and and PTSD and trauma standpoint for myself. I mean, it's probably one of the main things that I still haven't been able to come to terms with and and uh, really repent for is 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 those eight years of pain on other people. Um, and we, you know, we've talked about it on here before, so I'm not going to get into it. Um, but but like, yeah, for all those people out there watching this episode who have a an addict or an alcoholic or uh, someone in their family that that they have to deal with. You're, you're you're as much of a warrior as that person that escapes that that you know trauma. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a a terrible place. And and honestly, so they're so courageous. We we 
can we are get all over the place? Yeah, I know, but I don't. But we're hitting to- good topics. But um, you need to leave. Oh, because the shit that you're bringing up is just too too heavy for oh. boys. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a reason why they're called boys only episodes. Um, no, no, you're Abby. This was phenomenal. yeah, you crossed it. No, thank you for your presence. Thank you. No, this is actually cool. This is actually cool. I'm excited for this next bit. Very good. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Dan and and Travis. Dan and Travis, you guys want to come on in? All right, fantastic. All right, this this is special. This is this is important to me. I literally have nothing. I'm like, she just hit us with it. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. You got Dan. Good to see you, Danny boy. How are you? What's up, brother? How are you? Good to see you. See Travis. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's up, brother? See you, bro. How are you, bro? I need a prime, by the way. Here, we got we got plenty. Hey, sorry to make boys wait. My my sister is extremely pregnant. And she was you can use feeling very emotional today. So she's super, super pregnant. Um, is George just out? Nah, he, yeah, he's he's having he's going through some. All right, so yeah, just use that one. Uh, it's fine. All right, all right. So here's what's going on right now. Travis Bot, Dan Fleischman. Welcome to Impulsive. Thank you. Thank you. There's usually more people clapping. Travis, Travis, you don't look excited, dude. I am excited. That's just his face. All right, all right. <laughs> God made me. All right, so look, so look, uh, these guys are on Impulsive because you bought original number forty. And the perk on original number 40 was to be a guest on Impulsive. This was crazy. It's the highest selling original. You guys bought it for 165 ETH, which at one point was $450,000. Now it's you know, barely breaking the bank. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you guys bought original number 40 and there was a massive bidding war, right? Yes. It, it, like I, I want to hear from your perspective of how that went. But just to give a little context, 99 Originals, the project that I dedicated my life to last year and I'm still dedicating my life to this year as it rolls out now for 99 days has been going amazing. We have over 700 ETH in the community treasury. The Originals DAO has money to play with depending on what we want to do with it that you guys are now in. And every single day we continue to release another original. I'm seeing the community form and it's beautiful, and I think we're going to be known for revolutionizing like the proper functions of a DAO, like how a DAO is supposed to work in Web3. And I'm so glad you guys are here because, Dan, as you know, we go way back, dude. Like, way back. Way back. And you guys are very smart business people. So, I want to know, why'd you pay $300,000 for original number 40? <laughs> First of all, we thought it was going to be like 100K. And thought, oh, for fun, we'll split 100K, yeah, right? Yeah. I think that's like 150. We're like, all right, what's our cap? And Travis like, well, I'm going to win. And I said, no, well, we have to have a cap. There has to be some kind of a cap. He's like, no, cap. no we're going to win. Yeah. And so it got to like 180. And then he like did a little test and he can explain better, but he found out who we were up against had like a gazillion dollars. So much money. You guys were bidding against a whale. Had had like 65,000 ETH. 24,000 in Kraken. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so, so I'm you, splitting it by the way. So I don't know what, what his actual cap <laughs> is. There has to be a cap, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, why though? Like, I no, didn't have 24,000 ETH ready. <laughs> no. But no, we just said we were going to win. We watched you. You were at an event with Dan. Dan interviewed you. Yep. Uh, I was blown away by your interview, so mad respect for that. Thanks. And we started bidding. We're like, fuck it, we're going to win. And like, it's one of those things, you put it out in the universe, like we're not backing down. So sick. So we we played a poker move on him. We went and did a wallet check to see how much he had in MetaMask. Yeah. And like, I have a little bit of crypto, so if I had so much in MetaMask and I have 25000 in Kraken, I don't necessarily want to have to send in the middle of a bid. 100%. Because I'm opening a portal, so I could get hacked. So we're like, fuck it. We'll just put him all in on what he has in his MetaMask. And he either got to step up and transfer more in or he's going to let us win. So that ended up being. Here we are. So sick, dude. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad (laughs) it was you guys because, again, I think you can provide value to the audience in the time that we have today. Dan, can you give a little bit of your background and how you make so much goddamn money? 
Uh, the fast forward version, I trademarked the catchphrase, who's your daddy, for over 300 products when I was a kid. I sold the energy drink into 55,000 retail stores. So that was my first 10 years of my career. Then I started a poker site with Dan Bilzerian and DJ Steve Aoki mm. back in 2008, 9, 10. Built the top five poker site on the planet, and then <laughs> poker gets shut down in America. Yep. Lose a $65 million company overnight. Damn it. And that was the best thing that ever happened to me. I started a social media agency. We spend $60 million a year with influencers, paying them for brands and products and mobile apps. And I started angel investing because I never want to have all my eggs in one basket ever again because I lost my company overnight. And so I started angel investing. I've done 37 angel investments. And then just this year, we've done 34 million investments into companies that are mostly food and beverage. Sick. And Travis? Yeah, my background is serial entrepreneur. Started when I was young and just scaling up in business and kind of as business has gotten bigger, uh, started bigger companies and exited bigger companies. The last one we exited six months ago for eight figures. So sick. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is, is, is so... Nine <laughs> figures. My, my part was not nine figures, but yeah. the company sold for nine uh, figures. Uh, uh. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is interesting because it can be incredibly scary and you have to win way more than you lose. Yeah. Right? So like, is it like a taste thing? Like you, you mentioned angel investing. Yep. I, don't, I don't know shit, bro. Believe it or not. What does that mean? So angel investing is what you see like on the show Billions, right? They're doing hedge fund investing or venture capital investing. That's at a really big scale. But let's say a company like Prime, let's say they're going to raise $2 million or $5 million or $20 million or $100 million. You're buying a piece of a company. So I come to you, hey, Logan, I'll put in $5 million for 1% or 5% or 10%, whatever the valuation is. So if your company is worth $100 million, $5 million would be 5%. I do that over and over and over with mostly food and beverage, physical products, consumer products. Is that before or after the seed round? So seed round is angel investing. Oh, okay. So seed round series A is usually the angels. When you get to series B, it's less guys like us, more venture capital funds. Institution. Yeah. Oh, okay. Some angels will do series B, but you got to be like LeBron James going to Blaze Pizza. You know, like you got to be big boy checks. The checks we're doing are usually going to be an angel investor is typically 25K to 500K. Okay. You don't want to be all in on any one deal. So you're not putting in like $2 million in one deal or $5 million in one deal. Most angel investors, even the richest billionaires, don't do that. A lot of 100K checks, 200K really? checks. A bunch of them, because of what you said, you're going to have failures in between. Yeah. We reduce our risk on failures by finding companies that already have sales. So we're not doing the stone cold seed round. Like, hey, I have an idea. I'm not. If you had just brought me Prime as just the idea, yep. your valuation would have to be really low and have to get a big chunk because I'm gambling. Even, Way different e- now. Even though, even though, like... Even I mean, Logan Paul. Yeah, even though it's Logan Paul. Really? Oh, you wanna is there is there ever one that because I've been a part of some some brand new like you know oh it's a piece oh, of, it's sure. an app or a new yep. piece of technology and we have no way to prove to you you're gambling besides retention yep. or something like that that this thing's gonna fucking do anything. Yes, you're gambling. Do you ever see something you're like yo that idea is so good I want to be a part of that. Yeah, so I've done angel investments where it's just an idea, but that's gambling. Yep. It doesn't matter how famous the person is. You consider it gambling. You are gambling. Yeah. Because just because someone has a gazillion followers. Doesn't mean they know how to set up their corporations right, their trademarks, their attorneys, their banking. They hire the right sales rep. They're going to get sued. They find the right CEO, the manager, the president. There's so many things that go into the so many things that go into the company to work. Even if someone has a gazillion followers and can make it famous, you know how many people have made a beverage brand that you can't name that are really really famous. Maybe they're not Logan Paul, but they're really famous. You can't name them. My one, my, they can't execute. I agree. My one rebuttal would be, like. I have JJ. It's not just me. It's 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 KSI as well. And in this sto- from what I see, the story there like writes itself. And then our partners who are actually making the drink 
are brilliant. And and I think it's interesting because when I was um, with JJ, or not sorry, uh, uh, Mr. Beast in South Africa, and Prime had like recently launched and was doing very well very quickly, he told me like straight up candidly, he said, I did not think that was going to work at all. And that shocked me. It was so obvious to me that it was going to work, but I guess sometimes that's just not the case. I'll give you 17,000 examples. Every celebrity and influencer has a product or brand, and you mm. can't name most of them because they don't work. Mm. There's very few Logan Pauls that have a team around them. Most people are just famous, and then mm. they go hire somebody to do a white label manufacturing. They make T-shirts, and they go try it. Yeah. The people with a team can scale it. Like I was the first investor in Talentless with Scott Disick. That is a real team behind it. That's why I invested, not because of Scott, because the people around him, they had manufacturing and they could do ads and paid media and they yep. knew how to scale it and ship it and distribute it. And they had warehouses. They had everything behind it. How many influencers do you guys know that have built clothing brands that don't do anything? Yeah. It's the team. And before he succeeded at that, he launched five other companies that failed with the wrong team. Oh, so, so if he had a failing track record, why bet on number six? Especially number six, that's a lot. Because I installed the team. Oh. What if you what if you what if it was the right idea and the jockey was just blew you away? Like the, like he came up to you and you were like, dude, it was fucking like the right guy. I'm always betting on the guy yeah. or the girl. Like I bet on you because I know you're gonna work hard, right? I'll bet on you if you have a team around you and you that person is willing to work at three in the morning because they care. There's plenty of people Gosh. that make a beverage or a clothing brand or whatever. If it doesn't work, they make the next product. They go sell keychains, they go sell hats, they go sell something else. You care. There's a huge difference. Of a, imagine you find an entrepreneur from Harvard and you find an entrepreneur from the hood. And that entrepreneur from the hood cares about making green cups because they help recycle and go back to the earth. And the kid from, from Harvard, he can just go get another job if it doesn't work. Mm. That kid from the hood, they don't have another option. Mm. They're going to work morning, noon, and night. No matter what happens, they're going to show up. And that's what I want to bet on. Bet on the person. Or you find somebody like you that's putting your reputation on it. Like, I'm going to bet on you because it's your ego. Ah. Like your reputation, you fuck up. Interesting. You lose. <laughs> Thanks, you lose. Travis. <laughs> cool, man. So I'm going to find guys like that that are not just a spokesman, but that are actually putting their credibility on because you're going to care more about that because yeah. your credibility is a part of it. Yeah, there's a lot of the line. Yeah. Yeah. And you you have to win. You, I think you can only have so many failures before no one takes your shit seriously. Yeah. When do you go from investing in other people's ideas to making your own based on what you've learned, the hat you're wearing, cards and coffee. Yeah, so that one was a passion project because Gary Vee, it was COVID and like the situations were, we're all stuck at home and we all started buying a bunch of sports cards. And so when he jokingly said, oh, someone should do a sports card store called Cards and Coffee, it'd be like the Apple of sports cards. I was like, I'm bored, I'll do it. My office is closed, my staff's not working. I got a whole team, I like sports cards, I'll do it. I didn't say another word and seven weeks later, I sent a picture in front of the store. Yeah. That's execution. Yeah. So I'm betting on me. Yeah. I didn't raise any money for the sports card business until I hit 10 million in sales. I just self-financed it. I put up 1.6 million, started the store with Steve Aoki and DJ Ski, built it up, didn't take any money from them. I just paid for it. And then once we hit 10 million sales, then I was like, okay, now it works. I don't want to raise money because of the same thing, ego. If I mess up, it's on me. Interesting. So you want to wait until it works. Yeah. That your thing worked. Yes. In the case study. Yep. And it's, it's, it's interesting because you are an angel investor. So when you do the thing that's your own, you're, 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 you, know, careful. you know what people are going to be looking for yeah. when they throw money at, at Cards and Coffee. What's the business model there? Because you're in the group chat with us. Yeah. We're talking about Pokemon cards, sports cards every day. Like what, what, what is it? You guys break cards? and Yeah, so it's two things. One, we have retail stores. So we're opening our sixth store 
um, next week. Sick. And then we're the only true 24-hour day operation where we're breaking cards live online. So we do the Pokey Breakers, which is for Pokemon, yep. and the Coffee Breakers, which is sports cards. And then as we open each store in New York, in this city, in that city, et cetera, those stores have their own breaking channel also. And so there are about 12 hours a day, but the LA one is 24 hours a day. Interesting. You know, do you know that basketball cards was like my favorite thing for years? I years? thought it was baseball. No, Cur- I Kirby, had a Kirby, Kirby Puckett. Puckett. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring Kirby Puckett rookie yeah. up into this. Yes, I had baseball as well, but, but I was so... We, they used to have these things called card sales at the Knights of Columbus. You know what a Knights of Columbus for is, sure. right? And, and like once a month, they would have table after table of people that collected cards and yeah. had like the craziest cards. And people would be there with Michael Jordan rookies and yep. all these different cards. But I was always into like the, I think they were called like inserts mm-hmm. where like you would buy a set and you would hope to God that you got like <laughs> in that in that box, you got like one or two, like I was like a Stefan Marbury fan or like what what basketball, like what holographic or like they had cards that even had pieces of players jerseys yep. actually put oh, yeah. onto the card those are the, those are the big ones now yeah yeah it, so so you jeff's showing us something he's just really what, blowing what, what are you showing what are you showing uh, no now you're, you're showing now something. we're gonna fucking find out what that thing is <laughs> you're showing liquor marketplace oh the company you co-founded <laughs> it's a great model that's a great model now watch how i parlay we're, we're collectors when does your card go for sale oh i bought it for five Point three million. Yeah, where does it go for sale on liquid? So I put it up so the community can own it. I listed it for five million as well. So like that's it's a three hundred k discount. But he's selling fifty one percent to the community. Yeah, I'm gonna retain. Is there a cap on how much people can buy? Uh, no, no. So after the fifty one percent, if it sells out, it'll be traded that fifty one percent unless I decide to uh maybe sell off some of my shares. Another a perk on one of the originals is gonna be owning. uh, I think I'll probably give away like maybe 5% of, of, of it. So, Oh, sh- that's, a, that's, that's a lot. lot. It's a quarter million dollars yeah. right there. Yeah. Wait, so can one person buy more than X percent? Like there's sometimes on marketplaces, there's caps. I don't think so on this card. I don't think so. I, th- I think also it's like on certain assets, as you know, and kind of relating back to um, angel investing is like it, with, with cards, especially cards at this level, especially one of ones, the are re- the return, the type of return I want isn't a fucking six-month crypto type of flip. Year, two, three, four, five years. When Pokemon 10 years from now is still, you know, a massive franchise and and and, and Gen Z who loves it. Now, you sent in the group chat the other day, mm-hmm. what was it? The most cards that number PSA one, graded yes, was Pokemon one. cards. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's some good metrics. Yeah, There's some metrics I'm looking at, yeah. you know? So when, when you angel invest, do, do you have to wait a while to see returns? Yeah, so angel investing, you're typically going to have an exit in three to seven years. Mm. So I actually I also have to like the person that I'm investing into because we're going to talk a lot. Yeah. We gotta be, I, like, I have to actually want to go to dinner with them. Yeah. Three to seven years on average, if they go bankrupt, it's usually within two years. The reason we reduce our risk is that we're putting up enough money and we'll put up more money if we have to so they don't go bankrupt. Out of my 37 investments, zero have gone bankrupt. They're still alive. Not, they're not all crushing, yep. but they're still alive. And five have exited and two went public. And so the gamble is when you have a liquidity event, what do you do? Like we just sold SneakerCon, a portion of it to eBay. That's a big liquidity event. Sick. The same day we got the wire, I wired all of the money out to other Amazing. investments. Same day. Yeah. That you already had lined up. Yeah. The same, literally the same day. You didn't buy a boat? No. I don't okay. want a boat. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I don't want a boat. I love that. You want a boat? 
I have a vote. <laughs> <laughs> some people want a vote, some people don't want a vote. You have, your friends need to have votes. Yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> Go on your friend's boat. Friends that have boats are better, though. Yeah. Boats are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So then you guys are partners in this so venture? We, or? we co-invest in a bunch of different deals together. So yeah. he invests in the sports card business with me. He's also our biggest client because he's a gambler. He likes to buy cards all the time. Yeah. Uh, we invest in a bunch of crypto together. He did 17 million his first week with his NFT. And so I invested in his. Oh, that's right. What, um. Meta Bounty Hunters? That's right. Yeah. My four, Discord card caught on. Yeah. That, yeah. He did 4 million in the first 38 minutes. How did you do that? Good marketing. But how? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so Meta Bounty Hunters was based on two premises. And I agree with what you're saying about your DAO, by the way. I think what you're doing is innovative and it's a good example to people of how it should be done. With Meta Bounty Hunters, we were really clear with the roadmap. So we, down to the dollar, said how we were going to allocate the use of proceeds of sell, which was we have a DeFi protocol. We were going to take 85% of the mint revenue, put it into this DeFi protocol and use it to generate rewards that we would give back to the community. So far in 12 weeks, we've paid out $9 million in rewards back to the community holders of the NFTs. Sick. So in 12 weeks, if you bought a Meta Bounty Hunter, you've already recouped 50% of your purchase price. Sick. And our floor price is more than 3X the mint, even today. Like oh, we, have, oh, we, have, we haven't lost any value. We've oh, been going up. So clarity on, clarity on, <clears throat> clarity on what you're going to do. And then we built the first smart contract that had an affiliate component. So... In our reward mechanism, we put, so if I refer you and you refer somebody, when we pay out those rewards, I benefit because you referred him. Had that been done before? No, Sick. but it's the best way to create like viral propagation mm -hmm. of something, reward people, incentivize them. So when it started, it just went crazy. Like we did it all organically. We didn't pay a single celebrity, influencer, anyone. We just got the right people on board and they started spreading it. And then people started understanding the affiliate aspect. And then it just, we sold out. Very cool. Amazing. Yeah. And then we buy NFTs together. He bought four more board apes today. I didn't know about it. I just buy, wow. I just pay for half of it because I he, trust in what he's doing. It was like 92, 94. Where are we right now? Uh, we put in some lower offers and like. Did you get them? Yeah. What, like mid 80s? Yeah. Did you see my ape by any chance? The f I bought the. Um, Super. The one the house? Yeah, yeah the one about the house. The house. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been I'm I'm excited to see what uh what happens with those a over the near the near term. A lot of a lot of really successful business people that I know have a partner. How did you find each other and how do you have the trust in one another? Last part of that question is yep. like why? Yep. So one I'm mitigating risk when I'm buying pieces of things. I buy pieces of poker players when they play tournaments. I buy pieces of sports cards and Pokemon cards. I buy pieces of investments. I'd be a, I buy pieces of houses. I buy pieces of fourplexes. I'd rather buy pieces of a lot of things than be all in on any one thing because I have some PTSD from losing my $65 million company overnight. Yeah, yeah that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that's one part. The, but I know lots and lots and lots and lots of rich people and most of them I would never do deals with. I'm just friends with them or I'll let them invest into things or maybe I'll invest with them into one thing. But Travis is blind trust. He literally told me today on the drive here, we bought four board apes. <laughs> we. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pay for half of it. Yeah. I, but I don't know which ones they are. Don't know how cute they are. I'm, I just <laughs> They're, cute. Have They're cute. <laughs> yeah. Make no mistake. So yeah. We picked the, the cutest the one. Biggest, the biggest thing to protect yourself from partnerships and investing is really, really blunt communication. And knowing that if this person does this and I do this, this is what happens. 
The hard part is Mike thinks you're going to do this and you think you're going to do that. And in your minds, you didn't say what the other person was going to do. Mm. And that's the biggest thing that happens in husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, employees and staff and friends. They break up over communication. Yep. Because she thought I was going to be home at nine. I thought I was going to be home at 10 and I just didn't say anything. And she didn't either. My mom thought I was going to clean the room five days in a row. I thought I was going to do it once. I was just going to do it on Friday. Uh, She's mad at me. I'm mad at her because she didn't pay me for cleaning my room. Got it. It's just those things. And so in investor friendships, having blunt communication and saying, I'm going to do this and you're going to do this and be clear about that. Smart. But you had already been successful on your own, right? Yeah. And then, and then is, did it start with a friendship? And, then like a, and I'm assuming there's no contract. Or is there a contract? So in certain deals, there's contracts. and certain like board apes, no, I'm, you know. You bought four board apes, cool. I'll wire, it, I'll wire the it. money. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. For the most part, let's be really clear. You should have contracts with everything. Really? Yeah. The, when people, docu- Jeff and I don't have a contract. At least document it somewhere. When people ask, when people, I, I think we maybe have a text. Eight years, no. Eight years, no contract, no text. The, you know, when people ask you the same question over and over, like, what would you tell your younger self? I answer the same way every <laughs> single time. Sign contracts with everyone, including your mom. I've heard this is a very famous <laughs> Dan thing. Pam? This is like a viral, like I've seen this a million times from him. You've said this a million times. Because it's a very important I, thing. Pam? <laughs> From my side, you can say like, oh, that was me and like I should be a part of it. No. It's like I leave it up to him. I leave it up to the others to like give me stuff. Sure, certain people, yeah. The snakes. Sign a contract. Yeah, yeah. With the snakes like my mom, <laughs> Pam. <laughs> she's going to cry again. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Pam. You have to keep in mind, it's when you end up in a courtroom, it's not usually the person that you went up against. It's their lawyers and their people in their ear. Mm. Oh, yeah. So when you get into a divorce, right, the husband and wife loved each other for 14 years. When they end up in court, it's the divorce attorney and every one of her friends that's in her ear like, oh, screw him. The good thing I will say about this camp, and it wasn't always like this, but but when you've partnered for so many years and done so many projects together like his manager is my manager his lawyer is my lawyer our accountants are all of our and i'm still not saying that that would put but there are no ear we are in each other's ears you know what i'm saying which is which is not usually how it is so we're a little bit more siloed from that type of activity or protect from that type of activity but you're absolutely right dude but contracts the thing is is people always feel like someone's going to be offended right. when a contract is written. That's not actually how it works. Right. Like contracts protect both parties. Then they're super, they're super fucking yeah. smart. You got married. Yes. <laughs> that was fun. It was really, a lot of fun. <laughs> you got a you pre- came late. I know. I'm sorry. I was probably <laughs> drunk. Not that I'm, not that I'm bitter. I went to, I went to your wedding. It was, it was fun. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have a prenup? I do not have a prenup. Even though I advise everyone else to have a prenup. But, I'm being really clear. You should have a prenup. Yep. Why did you not have a prenup? I know for a fact I'm going to be with her forever. And if something were to happen, something can happen. If something were to happen, I would happily give her half. Oh, you're the man, Dan. That was amazing. Okay, but uh, this is what I was going to say next. You operate your business strategy with a shitload of empathy and give back. Even even just me, you know, you had me on stage at the event. You guys, I, I ended up speaking about originals. You guys ended up buying the thing and 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 over the years you've just you're just so generous you're in kind you know i think it's one of the things that people like most about you is that part of your philosophy is it part of who you are do you have to like tell yourself that you're going to abide by this gracious uh type of attitude i just think that if everyone wins we all win and there's sometimes when i take losses i still win there's a lot of things that happen a situation that happen that 
I should sue that person. Yeah, because I know you've been fucked over. Yes. And that person does owe me hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars. Something happens, and I'm just not going to go through a three-year battle with that person. Um, And also, when I go into situations where I was planning to donate 20K and I donate 100,000, emotionally, I know I'm going to get that back and things happen. There's karma involved in it. So a lot of situations come up from business to charity to people to whatever. I just know that in the long run, what does it matter, the 50K or 10K or $100? By the way, every number I say is relative to your situation. It could be $50, $100. Later in life, I'm going to be really rich or dead. And eventually both. Yeah. Right, <laughs> And so to me, if, if someone screws me over in a situation, I just don't ever talk to them again. And I'm going to move on with my life and other stuff's you know, going to come from it. And if I take a lesser on a deal, I think good stuff's going to come from that, too. You got a prenup? Uh, no. You should still have a prenup, guys, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. It's really important. No, by the way, it's really important. So if that boat, you know, if that boat, if things go south... It's a maintenance problem. It's going to become a dinghy. <laughs> he goes, it's a maintenance problem. <laughs> Break out another thousand. No, no. You, I mean, in most cases, you should have a, a prenup. We went into it like we have an agreement in place of like how things work. If we were to go our own, our own ways, like we talked about it in advance. We had lawyers set things up. Sounds so, like a prenup. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it's not. Because when it. you sell a company for... Nine figures, and she gets part of it. Then oh. it's not a prenup of that company started after. Got it. But yeah. but at the end of the day, like I think what Dan said, like if you don't have a prenup, you need to have the conversation and be very clear on it, and make sure that it's documented somewhere. Like with us, it was her and I went in and sat down with my attorney, and he, he, we walked through everything, like up front, how it would be if something happened without needing a prenup. Mm. that still gave her like for me like it was important to give her upside in the future right it's like a prenup you can also carve out where like if you're logan he's already built his brand anything that comes from that she gets nothing on it right Right. for me it was important like if i'm gonna marry somebody that person's got to be contributing to my life i want them to have an upside in the future as well so there's different ways of carving it out than having a prenup that says I'm already me. Anything I do, you get nothing from. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That seems the most logical to me. Yeah. My, my dad's a big prenup guy. Every, <laughs> every, if you get married, you should have a prenup. Dan, you, you don't take your own advice. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> How long have you guys both been married for? You, you have been, uh, we've been together seven years, married for four. Four years. Yeah. Okay. But Same together, seven years, married four. All right, what's going on here? <laughs> y'all, y'all meet beforehand. And it's like, it's hey, tattooed see. on my arm, so I can validate it. Uh-huh. He's like, it's right here. <laughs> that three thirteen. So I don't ever forget. Yeah, that's my mom's birthday. Yeah. So what's Happy up? Birthday, what's, what's next? <laughs> what can uh, we What can we invest in? Lots of things. We're, I'm raising four million dollars this weekend uh, for a beverage company, so you can invest in that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hey, I mean, for a beverage company? Yeah. I think you probably shouldn't do that. It, what, is it hydration? No. Are you raising money? Because we kick your ass, Dan. It's not a competitor. Are you raising money for Prime? Are you raising money for Prime? I don't don't think we are. Not yet. You should. You should. Why? So we can invest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'll I'll explain why. So separate from angel investors, there's something called strategic investors, where it's not about the money, but you get a guy like Gary Vee to put in 100K. The 100K is irrelevant. You now have Gary Vee. You get a guy that's or a girl that's got a huge company or NFL team or own a big agency or a TV studio, them putting in the 100K is irrelevant of the cash part. They're now part of your company. I'll give you the example. 
I raised $4 million for the sports card business. I capped everyone at 100K. These are guys like the owner of Forever 21, multi-billionaire, 100K. Yep. Guy owns 6 million square feet in New York, 100K. Yep. People that wanted to put in the whole 4 million, I didn't let them. You can put in 100K. Would that be considered like a celebrity round? That's like kind of, they're, they're still before that. Like that's going to come down the line, right? I would assume. If, if at all. We can do a Travis and Dan round. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you guys fill the whole, yeah. whole we thing. Do need, we we'll do, do it right now. We do need a boat. <laughs> we can have a boat with the investment. We need a jet. Do you have a jet? No, we rent We jets. should talk about that, though. We're going to launch a DAO yep. around a fleet of jets. Because you don't need one jet. You need, like, a fleet. In different All areas. different cities. Yeah. Yeah. One of them needs to be specifically for dogs. Sure. <laughs> it's called Terrier. Terrier. Yeah. I mean, both of our wives have dogs. So. Yeah. Do you guys ever find it hard to find a flight that will accompany your dog? <laughs> because here at Terrier, <laughs> we fly with our dogs. I like it. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's a major problem in the middle class for people who are trying to travel with yeah, their animals. It is true. Yeah. They're our brothers and sisters, and it offends me that we can't travel with them. Yeah. What, what you mean, Jet Dow? I'm interested. We're going to, uh, yeah. Oh, it's okay, our next okay. NFT project. Uh, okay. We're well, going to launch a. Uh, well, we'll just tell you, fuck it. Somebody wants to compete with us, they can. Go for it. <laughs> We're going to launch Project Mentor Jet. So for Dan and people like Dan that speak at events, you you got to fly somewhere anywhere anyway. So there'll be NFTs at 100,000 each, 50 of them. Those will be for people that are bigger investors. That'll be a part of the ownership of the DAO. The DAO will own all the jet assets. Then we'll launch 10,000 at 5,000 each. That'll give people either a one or two year membership access to get on the jet. And let's say you're flying from L.A. to Vegas. You go in the Discord and put in, hey, I'm going to be on this flight. Yep. The people who own one of the NFTs can go on, buy one of those nine seats. And for that hour, they get to hang out with you, ask you questions. Let me tell you something. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I, awesome. I, this, is, this is the most. We can trade thing. equity for prime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be buying one of those. This is the most fantastic or, or this is the most pretentious thing I've ever said. But um I've had some of the most transformative conversations of my life on on private jets. Something about being locked in a fuselage with, yeah. with smart people because I'm always I'm bumming. By the way, I'm not fucking paying for this. Uh -huh. So uh, <laughs> I ask so many questions to sure. whoever's jet I'm on, or even just I'm, I'm on with my friends. We have like deep, meaningful conversations. Sometimes it's fun. We, we the the drinks start flowing. You know, the, yeah. and, and energy gets loose. Manager Jeff takes his shirt off. Oh it makes a mess on a plane. Now we're blacklisted from a certain vertical of jets. You know, things happen. <laughs> things happen. But that's awesome. Oh, you guys are savvy. We've been working on this for months and months and months. I think it has to happen. Oh, it's like a serious. Yeah. Oh. No, we're dead serious. Fuck. This isn't just like an idea. Like this is like. Are you? Are you? It'll happen in the. In now, now if Tony Robbins is flying from LA to New York. He gets to fly for free or can even make money. But then on that plane, there's six to nine other people that can pay for those seats. This is awesome. I want one. I, I want to give you one if you fly on it. <laughs> oh, fire. Uh, uh, I still want to uh, reiterate, like, you, because you got the NFT. You got the original. Did you, did you do it to, to talk about your own shit? Like, what, like I want to provide value to you guys, right? No, we just did it to come and hang out. We just did it. Like, we did it because we did it because in the moment we said we were going to do it. So we did it. So funny. Timing worked out good. Are you afraid of launching anything in this crypto environment? Is it? Are you scared? By the way, timing wise, nine days ago or ten days ago, he launched his second NFT and was number one in OpenSea. Oh my! What was that? In the midst of this entire yeah, called Meta Labs. 
Got it. So it's like the, the MetaLabs. MetaLabs is our agency that's doing all these other projects. So we've done projects for like Sean Whalen, who owns Line Not Sheep. We're doing a supplement brand called Bucked Up. It's one of the largest supplement companies in the U.S. I met I met I met the guys when I hung Jeff out, and Ryan hung out with yeah, the yeah, they're my homies. Oh, cool. So are the Diesel Brothers. Yeah. Cool. I love those guys. Yeah. We with them this weekend. Where? Yeah. Where? Salt Lake. And I'm throwing yeah. that big event in Salt Lake this weekend. We got a jet tonight. You can come on it. Yeah. To Salt Lake? Yeah. yeah. Where am I? In LA. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work. <laughs> yeah. Shows. Yeah. But you're not going to buy a jet, personally? I would buy a jet, yeah. Right now, we haven't had to. We just rent. Renting is so easy right now. Yeah. It's like there's so much out there. Um, we charted for tonight. It was... Do, do you ever like spend money like a normal human that makes a lot of money so it's interesting i haven't owned a car in seven years i just uber everywhere the answer to that question is no <laughs> i want to buy i want to buy companies i don't want to i don't want to buy a car i want to buy a car company okay. i don't want to buy a watch i want to buy a watch company but when do you buy the car you have a watch you always have one watch. i've had one watch since 2008 Diamond. i've had the same watch for four you have one watch years. yeah yeah my sleeves were too long so i didn't wear it <laughs> that, <be> great. <laughs> i know i know a few people like you who just are like so obsessed with the, the hustle. But I spend a lot of money. So I don't want to say that I don't spend money on stuff. On experiences. Investments. We went to Aoki's charity event. We spent, donated six figures. But I didn't go spend $1,000 or $2,000 at a nightclub or 10 k at a nightclub. But I'll donate six figures to him because it's him or to you, right? It's the people that are around us that mm. spending 300 k with you or donating 300 k to Aoki. We're excited to do it. But I would not spend 10 k at the win for a table anymore. 20, 15 years ago. And you don't have to because you've invested so much with Steve Aoki, you just go to his table. Right. So you're smart. You're smart. It's <laughs> a very good strategy. I, when do you reward yourself, though? I, I admire people like you, but it's man. It's fun. We have happy camper. You don't want Bugatti? Okay. <laughs> I did buy one thing, and I haven't told anybody. A boat? <laughs> it's secret You're going to like this a lot because you bought the same thing. Pokemon. I bought a 26-acre ranch. Ooh, oh, shit. Cool. We're at. Cool. Specula. Oh, nice. Sick. Great investment. And it's got everything. In my contract, there's 13 goats, the fainting goats. I had to sign for it. Wow, the fainting goats. In escrow, I had to sign for fainting goats. I love them. You scream at them and they lock up and fall. <laughs> <laughs> and how long, how, long, how long do they stay down for? What's that? Could be five, no. 10 to 30 seconds? Yeah. And they just sure. pop back up. Yeah. How how is that like an evolutionary trait that like ensured these things survive? Like, <laughs> like they're just scared and they fall. What if they what if they were mostly scared of bears or like what, isn't there like certain animals that you should play dead for? Wasn't bears? <laughs> Hell no! I thought no. There is an animal. That, no, you're supposed no. to get big for a bear and make a lot of noise and say, I know, "Hey, bear!" I don't know that, but I thought at some point you play. Once they get too close, you play dead. Wasn't that a thing with like grizzly bears? I'm gonna. Yes. Yeah, you get, that's when you get fucked or picked up by their mouth and just like now, now you get eaten. Yeah, like the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. He's googling it. Who do I play dead for? <laughs> what <laughs> what animal was supposed to play dead? Oh, for? those involving girls. What does it say? Girls. Those involved in <laughs> women. Oh, oh, oh! So grizzlies tend to get defensive when they feel threatened. So playing dead lets the bear know that you're not a threat and can cause it to back off. Can. <laughs> I think it's just and for anyone listening who's going to get involved in a bear attack, I think it's supposed <laughs> to grab sticks and get as big as you can. Get Correct. Like no, that's all for sure. And you say, hey, hey bear. Hey, bear. <laughs> I've seen so many videos. Like, why do they always say that? Hey, bear. Like, what do they think? The bear's just going to be like, yeah, what's up? Like, <laughs> why that? Why not just? But, but no, I think you're right. Leif, and then at some point when you are fucked and they are not 
listening to your salutation of hey bear. <laughs> you're supposed to lay flat in your stomach with your hands clasped behind your neck, spread your legs to make it hard for the bear to turn you over and remain extremely still until the bear leaves the area. Wow. Every and the stuff. more you this, know. The reason I brought this up is because it's every publication, Jeff. I rarely speak from my butthole on the show. I just say stuff, he makes fun of me, and then I find the source. Happens all the time. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, you ever been attacked by a bear? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> Would you like to? A bear approached our uh, campground when I was like five years old. See? It's still in my head. It did not attack us, though. It just came for our food. I got in trouble at Yosemite for that. What, your food? We, we, we didn't lock up our food proper. I get it. We yeah. fucked up. I was drunk a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because the bears will come. Oh, yeah. And sift through. They'll make their peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Yeah. They're they ready. Yeah, they'll cook. Oh, they'll actually prepare food. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to find the source. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what's up? Is it, I mean, what's good? Is there anything else? There's lots. I can talk about anything. Social media. Talk about investing. Talk about your seminars that I was at. You, where you educate people like yep. you're doing now. Uh, so I have three levels. I have one that's free called Elevator Nights. Mm. Throwing that 47 times. Uh, 300 to 1,000 guests show up. And then I'll bring in speakers like Jake Paul and Russell Simmons. All these type of characters will speak for free just to teach to the crowd for three hours. I have another group called The Avengers. It's $35,000 per person. And we have 174 members. And we teach them about real estate, investing. A lot of the questions we talked about today, we go through about angel investing in business, how to buy a Do farm. they recoup their investment? Oh, yeah. Because remember, the things that you learn are for life. Yeah. So if I teach you how to save 3% of your taxes, you don't save taxes once. Yeah. You now save 3% for many, many years. Sure. Oh, I'll do that right now. <laughs> I'll do that right this right second. And, and so we create these. So they pay 35K for three weekends a year. And those three weekends are in person. And then we have the, the high-end group, which is the one this weekend. It's $100,000 per person. We sold out 100 spots. Wow. And that's called the 100 Million Mastermind Experience. And it's three days, three times a year. Same concept. We do a weekly call every Thursday, but then those three weekends, that's where I'll spend $2 million in a weekend, like this weekend, where I'll bring in celebrities, entertainers, performances, and it's all surprises. Nobody knows who's performing this weekend. They nobody knows who's getting interviewed. All they know is they got to show up. And but You could say, because this will be out after... I can't say because there's people in the room yeah, that are going to be there. You also rent out like whole. <laughs> you also like rent out whole stadiums and shit. Yeah, I've seen you rent out whole stadiums. Yeah, That's even for crazy. like for like hundred people. That's insane. Rent but out amazing. Yeah, Rick Ross performed it. Yeah, I was at. I like experiences. So when you say, "Do I spend money?" My birthday party, I spent nine hundred sixty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Well, that was the one they. That's one they Aoki. That's a good birthday. Yeah. With Aoki. The world's largest pizza festival. Yeah, oh, I remember wow. that. It's the second time I've thrown it. You know where you need to do that next? In the pizza capital of the world. New Haven, Connecticut. New Haven, Connecticut. Let's go. You have to. Peppies, Sally's. Don't take this personally, Dan, but like, why are these people paying this much money? Have you established yourself as like a credible guide for people who are interested in this type of entrepreneurship on social? Sure. So it's a combination. So I'm the center point because I'm coming up with the concept of these different masterminds but I'm surrounding myself with other people that have really big businesses that are also the instructors. So for the Avengers, there's nine other guys that have done hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate each that they're learning from them. So I don't do real estate. I invest in real estate with these guys, but they're the real estate guys. On the 100 million mastermind, I have 22 instructors. The minimum criteria is they've done over 100 million in sales. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow. So it's not about Dan. Dan's the creator of the mastermind. Oh. But I got 22 people for you to learn from. You oh. might not even talk to me. 
You can learn about this guy did 200 million in cannabis. That guy did 300 million in Facebook ads. That guy did 900 million and sold his company. That guy sold his company for 400 million. Like, I surround myself with those people. And I'm the center point, but those are the people that they can learn from. How do they find out about this? Is it just you've? We're we're catching you here. You've built this. Yeah, I've been throwing those free events for 40, 47 times, right? I've thrown elevator nights for a decade for free. Yeah. I had never had an intention of creating a paid mastermind. I just kept speaking to everybody else's, and I realized, what are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? What do people like about it? And I wanted to make the best, highest level so, version. So you're not a fake guru? No, definitely not. You the, know about the fake gurus? So the problem for fake gurus and why there's like 22-year-old life coaches <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> the problem is. Yeah, like, okay, dude. You, you, you don't. You haven't lived enough life to tell me you, what you the haven't fuck been, to do. You were just born. Like, <laughs> the problem with most of the, the fake gurus is they go do one thing or no thing. So they go do one company, right? And they, they did three million in sales and they talk about all their ads. Say, I learned how I did three million in sales. That's gross sales. That means they netted 300,000 or less. They didn't net very much. For me, I'm not really selling anything. I'm not pitching to people to buy my course or buy my thing or swipe up. I don't have that or do that. Almost all of my content is free. All my events are free. My charity events are free. My pizza bills, everything I throw is free, 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 free. But the circle I get from it and the things I get to invest into is why I do that part of it. The main reason people learn from me or guys like Travis is I've been through the good and the bad. I've been through the lawsuits. I've been through the breakups. I've been through staff leaving. I've been through uh, Costco shipping back $4.3 million in beverages because Rockstar paid them to kick me out. I've been through oh, the war. Man. We can talk about that later. I've been through the wars of good and bad. Yeah. My poker sites, my brands, my investments, my social media. I've been through a lot of things. So people can pick and choose. What do they want to learn from? You want to learn how to do charity? You want to learn how to do investing? You want to learn how to start your business? You want whatever. And so by writing multiple books and throwing all these events and investing on these companies, I use that information to teach people. And that's where the validity comes from. The hard part for most of the fake gurus is they never did anything. Yeah. Right. They either they watch the course and they learn something and then they try to regurgitate it. Yeah. The people that you should learn from are guys like Ed Milet, guys worth $600 million. Yep. Andy Fursella from First Form, companies worth billions of dollars. Those are not fake gurus. Those are guys that have built gazillion dollar companies, have large followings and speak with actual experience. So when you're out there trying to learn from someone, and you don't have to learn from me, you learn from Travis or Logan and Mike, et cetera. Look at the people that you want to do what they're doing. You want to get in fashion, you learn from Damon John, right? You want to get into cooking, watch Martha Stewart. The thing that you want to do, find the people that are actually living and breathing it, not the person you see on the paid media ad. Yeah. The guys you just named. Ed Milet and Andy Frisella. And even at your event that I was at, everyone was a bodybuilder also. <laughs> why like, <laughs> like no seriously I walked in the back room I was like these people are fucking huge and they all are worth like 100 mil does fitness, <laughs> do fitness and, and, and fiscal success go hand in hand I was wondering when you were going to say how huge I am and you too, <laughs> you too. Um, fitness does go hand in hand because once you start to hit a certain pinnacle of wealth and you start to get 1 million then 5 million 10 million 50 million 100 million etc you really start to think about your own mortality uh, and you start to have family and children and like People health. depend on you. Yeah. And so health became a really big thing the last four or five years in particular, across all categories. Um, health became a really big thing. And so some of them are taking it to the extreme of getting yeah. ripped and huge. That is not a prerequisite of okay. being rich. Um, <laughs> that's a very small percentage of people. But the event you went to for, in that example, 
the guys that were speaking were big fitness entrepreneurs and owned fitness companies. Oh, that makes sense. They had Dude, companies. everyone was so big. I walked backstage. It was like, <laughs> I was the smallest guy there. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was gnarly. Um, okay, what was, what was I going to say? You have a charity? You have a philanthropy? Yeah. Uh, so for the last 10 years, I have a charity called Model Citizen Fund. Uh, we make backpacks for the homeless with 150 items inside. Half of it's food and drinks, and the other half is supplies. Cleaning supplies, a poncho, like a, a watch, sleeping bag. It all goes in this backpack. Is it like a like a best of luck here, tr here trying to survive? So it's for people that are either in orphanages, teen abuse shelters, women abuse shelters, wow. or mostly homeless shelters. We give them this backpack, and it's got about a month's worth of food, drinks, supplies type things, and the other things they can use for a long time. There's a whistle, there's a watch, there's a sleeping bag, things that they can utilize. And so we've been doing that for a decade. Um, I don't ever publicly raise money for it. I just donate it myself, and then I throw events a couple times a year or I'll incorporate to a certain event and make my charity the beneficiary. Um, cool. But the concept is people can replicate it and people can go do their own backpacks. You don't need my backpacks. You can go make Ziploc bags and give it to the homeless yourself. I try to do so much charity to inspire people to replicate me, not to donate to me. Mm. We do four times a year with the Trina's Kids Foundation here at Hubble Studio, where you've came to before. Yep. Um, we've been doing that for seven years. We do a back to school drive. We do a report card day drive and 400 Latin families come there and we give them these, these supplies for school. And we do the Thanksgiving food drive every year. I need you to donate to my food drive. I want you to do a food drive in, your, in Pittsburgh and in Alabama. So you're gracious. You're super gracious. Dude. I also like that, that approach too because <clears throat> people are very fearful and like scared of promoting or, or visually showcasing the fact that they've done good. Yes. And I, and well, I understand that because people always say like, why couldn't you help that old lady across the street and not film it? Right. Like, like you're doing it for ego. I've always said, I don't care if you're doing it for, I'm not saying you are. Sure. I don't care if you're doing it for ego because right. the only thing that that can really do besides make people think you're good, whatever, yep. right. Is inspire people to do the same. Exactly. And so I never have had a problem with people being like, yo, today I'm going and don't like for, for us in, in my space, a big one is Steve will do it. Yep. Steve gives crushes it millions yeah. and millions of dollars yep. to, to everyone yep. right and like buys people houses and they're the thumbnails of his video like yes. that is the video and right. the title of the video and so i think some people will be like oh he's, he's exploiting them he explo yeah. no he's not he's inspiring millions of people every week to it. go and do the same fucking yes. thing and so i actually i actually really think that i, I think people should be doing more of that yes. not if more. instead of less yep there's yeah, a, put more of it on social media, document it. Sick. There's a viral thing's not a bad thing. Right. There's yeah. a viral meme that explains that where people are like, oh, you shouldn't donate it or you shouldn't do it if you have to film it. The concept to me is if I show you how to do it and I make it easy, hey, here's how we do a Thanksgiving food drive. Here's how we do a toy drive every year. You go do it. Think about what happens when I, which has happened over the last few years. I now see people tagging me all the time. Hey, we just gave out 100 backpacks. Hey, we just threw our own toy drive. Hey, we just did a Thanksgiving food drive. Hey, we did report card day here in Wisconsin. Fantastic. And that's a step up. What you're doing is a step, a tremendous step up because you're yeah. actually giving instruction on how to replicate as opposed to just saying, yo, this is what I did. So that's like even two, two years, two years ago in Salt Lake, a guy named Jimmy Rex started something called the hundred dollar dinner club where a bunch of friends get together and they're going to donate, pitch in a hundred bucks each and surprise the waitress. And you film it. I, I've seen that. Yep. Amazing. It went so viral. Thousands of people are replicating us all over the country. Nobody even knows Jimmy's name, that he's the one that started doing it. And now all these people are doing these $100 dinner clubs. And again, you could do it with 20 bucks, do it 2,000, whatever is financially appropriate for you. But the concept is if you pitch in 100 bucks each and there's 12 of you, you're going to change the waitress's life. You're going to pay half her rent for the Absolutely. month, right? Yeah. 
So we started doing thousand dollar version with like 20, 30 people showing up. <laughs> Holy shit! You we did buy, a, you could buy a yeah, car. We we did. We actually did. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what we did. We, we went to like a local taco shop in Salt Lake and had thirty one people. We donated thirty one thousand dollars. Like, Amazing! Wow. With and it's a complete surprise. But by filming it. Some people were like, oh, I can't believe you. Why'd you film it? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Do you know how many people are replicating us that have no idea who we are anymore? Because yeah. it just the butterfly effect is crazy. Yeah. So here's our shame, shameless pitch for NFTs. Yeah, go. This year for Christmas, we're going to set the Guinness Book of World Record for doing the world's largest giving tree. So if you think about a piece of artwork in Decentraland on a Christmas tree, somebody buys it. That piece of artwork represents a family in Thailand or Africa or... LA or New York, wherever. So blockchain, we can do it globally, right? Yeah. So we can do the world's largest, not just LA's largest. And we're going to build it all with Metalabs agency. We're going to take zero profit, nothing on it. Every dollar that comes in will be donated. But we want to send the Guinness Book of World Record for doing the world's largest giving tree. It's a, it's a metaverse giving tree, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and it will stay permanently forever. So if you buy one of the ornaments... You'll own that art forever, but the tree will stay on that plot of land forever. What what representing what, that year? What platform? Definitely Decentraland. Decentraland. Oh, yeah. you're already locked in there. No, we're open. And and we did it and we're gonna tie it into real life. Last December at the SoFi Stadium, we brought in sixteen thousand toys with no notice. With the San Diego Charge or with the LA Chargers. So we're gonna so, tie it into real life and actually do it at SoFi Stadium so people can come there in person. Wow. Instead of sixteen thousand toys, hopefully we'll get like fifty or hundred thousand toys. But the concept is we want people to replicate us. Yep. So if people donate through the Giving Tree or go do their own version of Giving Tree, this December we're going to show people what NFTs can really do. Wow. You guys are on your shit, man. I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you guys won that auction. This, this, was, this was great. Thanks um, for having us. Yeah, of course, dude. I, I have to eat. I'm, I'm starving. I'm, I'm about to die. We did, <laughs> we did multiple shows before. <laughs> yeah, we had logic, been on this logic couch. On today. Oh, dope. Yeah. 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 Um, awesome. um, uh, real quickly, pl plug your Instagram for if people want to follow you guys or, or know more. Just, Dan Fleischman? He's at Travis Bot. I'm at Dan Fleischman. Okay. Um, on every single platform. And that's also for you guys. Have your same screen name on every single platform. Same bio photo and the same bio. Brandon. Everywhere. Yeah. Always the same. Consistency. Sharp. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode of Impulsive. Hopefully you, hopefully you took some value from it. Uh, it's a wild one. Wild one. Long ride. If you aren't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. We love you. We'll see you next time. Peace. Four million. Four million? We pro we, oh, yeah. We're about to hit it. No, we have it with this one for sure. Well, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.